Hello, 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 everyone who is going to be listening here on the F World on Civil Radio 11.7 FM in Abbotsford, 92.3 FM in Chilliwack, and across the lower mainland of Fraser Valley, CIVL.ca worldwide. Of course, broadcasting on the land, uh, the unceded and traditional territory and contemporary territory of Stalo Tabuk, the sacred land of the Stalo people. Abu Dhabi 2023 finished up, so of course, we have to talk about this and kind of nice, have a nice fun round table here. I'm joined by cam the man hey. of the cam the man show on civil radio here i'm also joined by reese gobin hey come in and join Mid-Zane us with mid zane gobin yeah okay fine reese mid let's do that i'm joined by reese <laughs> i'm joined by reese mid zane gobin friend and guest of the pod and of course that wouldn't be a good f1 episode without the f1 guru himself back in the studio walter foreman welcome back well, thank you for having me back. It's always a pleasure to be here. Looking forward to getting the uh, all the hot takes. Yes, there is some hot takes. Let's just wrap down what has happened in the last week of Abu Dhabi since it's wrapped up. Red Bull and Max Verstappen, no surprises, are crowned world champions. FIA launched an investigation to Toto and Susie Wolf that then they then canceled because no one else was backing them. And now the Wolves are seeking legal action and investigation to their end the FIA itself. Charles Leclerc resigns with Ferrari for five years at fifty million a year. He, this guy is a glutton for his own punishment, and he's <laughs> the tragic tragic hero of F one that we all deserve. <laughs> Logan Sargent, speaking of resigning, resigns with Williams, and this is, I believe, was uh, pointed out to by Reese to me the first time in F one history that every single driver from one season is returning to another. So, if you were wondering what was going to happen in twenty twenty four, the answer is. Steak fucking nation. <laughs> and so there we go. And of course, <laughs> there we go. Nothing's really going to happen. No, there's going to be a lot happening. And yeah, just what a fun little, well, not quite so little, Formula One 2023 season we had. Maybe not the most win, obviously not the most win different winners through it all. But I mean, you got to be got to give Red Bull that credit. Different podiums, though. I mean, I I've I watched a few of those recent thirties, um, just in preparation for this. And especially towards the beginning of the season, there was quite the variance. I mean, Esteban Ocon got a podium in Monaco, I think it was. Yeah, Monaco. Um, so there, there, like if you look past the first one or two positions, I think it was a really interesting season um, and really diverse. But not as many people look past the first couple positions. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. I guess it should, we should also kind of say that, like, as you know, we had throughout the season, Oscar Piastri won the rookie poll. Uh, no surprises there, except for for some reason, Walter and I, you and I, decided to put Logan Sargent as our choice because <laughs> well, we believed. I, I was blinded for my love of Williams. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. all it was. But yeah. I mean, he's resigned, so that's good. I'm expecting uh, big things in this in his second year. But I don't I, I don't think he'll be able to surpass Piastri. Uh, the McLaren is yeah. m- a much better car than it was at the start of this season. Yeah. And I mean, they could pull a Mercedes and uh, take that car and turn it into a piece of crap, but <laughs> I don't think they will. No, no. So I, I think Piastri is going to have a good second season there at McLaren, and arguably uh, Logan Sargent can't have much of a worse season yeah. than this one. I mean, he did get a point; that's great. Yep. Uh, but you know, he caused a lot of damage uh, to the team financially uh, because of mm. crashes. Yeah. So oh, hopefully, yeah. he's got that out of his system, and uh, we'll see what happens. Yeah. yeah. Apparently, I saw that he he cost four times the amount of damage than his contract was Ooh. so yeah. that is and like i think double the amount of the next person yeah so yeah, that's there rough. we go that's it's, bad uh, i would, i don't know the numbers for sure but I, I still don't think he's um where mick schumacher was with haas no, no i don't i don't know <laughs> I, I really don't know actually I have to bring up a comparison yeah yeah that's another the, the, 
Yeah, 2023. That's another story yeah. for another episode. But I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of excited to see all 20 drivers return next season. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm interested to see what happens from 2022 and that revolution of the, of the technology to this is like the re-revolution of it as everyone now has figured out what concept you have to follow to actually have a good car to the fact that Williams is now having backers and in, in the, in the financial freedom to actually put money into their technology, into their tech and ways of development, like actually open up their window tunnel again i think it's gonna be interesting to see what a same driver lineup with people who are experienced with this type of car and the development that's working that's going to go with their teams i'm i'm interested to see what happens i don't think we're going to have a crazy change up in the driver's championship standings from p1 which is max to p10 which was lance stroll um that so that has sergio lewis fernando charles and fifth lando carlos russell and oscar i think anywhere from like fernando to to land those is going to be the same drivers but maybe different order well i wonder if we're counting our chickens before we hatch here yeah, because we're yeah. saying no no driver changes but the season hasn't started so Fair enough. Al- alpha tower could be alpha tower yeah. again and yeah and go well Alpine started this past season off really really strong yeah. they were looking like the the fourth fastest car on the uh, on the track through the first few races so you never know one what the winter winter break is going to give us and then uh just how the teams like um perform really i mean consistency alpine crashing both cars in um australia had a huge impact on them so you never know what the first opening few races is going to bring um just really quickly before we skate past it here uh there's no driver changes between seasons but there was uh nick devries uh, was let go, and Daniel Ricciardo replaced him mid-season. Right. So yes. I guess my we question could... to the four of us would be, with no driver changes happening over like between seasons, do you think that it was a good move by AlphaTauri to drop DeVries and put Ricciardo in, or do you think they should have just let him ride for another season, half a season? Well, before we get to that, I must ask a, a precursor question. is: Are we going to call them AlphaTauri, or are we going to oh, call yeah, them Racing on. Bulls? <laughs> yeah. Speaking of yeah, Racing Bulls, yeah. here hey, we go. Hey, hey. There it is. Cheers, Cheers guys. Cheers. Cheers. So we brought, for everybody listening here, we brought uh, two different groups of Red Bulls to the studio today. So we have uh, the the larger sized Red Bull, and then we've got the smaller size, what we'll call the Racing Bull. Uh, <laughs> Fair the, enough. The, the, peach, <laughs> the Peach Racing Bull. So both are incredible. Um, yeah. Just good flavors. Yeah, but... Today, today's episode of the F World brought to you. Yeah. Could you imagine? By I think every episode of the F World <laughs> is brought to us by Red Bull yeah. at this point. I, I was like, I was so close to choosing to go on a Red Bull strike uh, in solidarity with Lewis Hamilton, but then, uh, but then Monster signed with. Oh, I forgot to say, in, yeah, I forgot to say in my rundown of crazy things that happened between the Abu Dhabi Grand Prix, Monster signed a, a massive deal with McLaren to be their sponsor now, and oh, McLaren wow. Oh, wow. and Monster is no longer going to be with Mercedes. Had they been with? Mercedes? They've been Mercedes it, the entire time but, uh, since 2010. Yeah, I guess they haven't been like mm. a title sponsor for for a very long time. Like they they, they were on Lewis's helmet. Yeah, they, they, they were. They I, were. I, yeah, yeah they, I think they were on the helmets. I think yeah. they were a personal sponsor of Lewis Hamilton. That's what I thought. Yeah. Um, but they they were with Mercedes for a while as the title sponsor. I don't know how extravagant the monster yeah. uh, like to be on the McLaren vehicle. Yeah. But with. It was never. It was never really like Mercedes monster. It was always very much Mercedes Patronus. And then um, Monster was just like their big one. Well, they're, they're, they're a big sponsor, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Let's yeah. let's let's spare a thought for uh, Rich Energy. 
Yeah. <laughs> is that, was was that ever really a company though? I don't was, know. Was that Rich the whole story energy. behind it? I don't know. I, I'd drink one though if I could. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I would just want to find out what happened. Like what, what if, if it was worth it? You know. Is I that... can guarantee you it was not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm honestly surprised that with all the other energy drinks out there now, that none of them have jumped on to the F1 trend uh, and, and sp- had like big sponsorship titles with them. Well, you got to wonder how much they actually get, like how much a sponsor gets. You know what I mean? Like who's watching Red Bull race and they're like, man, I really got to try out Oracle, you know, like nobody, <laughs> nobody, like, you know, how much of it is but, really just for the heads of the company to see their logo yeah. f- driving around. Or- you know what I mean? Yeah. Oracle is like a massive computer software. Well, company, I know. Though. That's what I'm saying though, is that they're not getting their, their, their customers from F1. Mm. Just like, I doubt that, you know, you know what I mean. Like, I, mean like, like, I don't want to speak at a turn because I don't actually know. Um, but no. I'm just curious how much of the sponsorship within F1, like Google Chrome, how many people watch the McLarens drive around and they're like, you know what, I'm going to switch browsers. Like it just doesn't. You know what I mean? To me, it doesn't translate to actual yes. in-world tangible sales. It's, it's the interesting thing about advertising. Yeah. You can't prove that it works, but yeah. you can't prove that it doesn't either. Exactly. And so, no company would ever not advertise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Especially it's one of those things. But an energy yeah. drink in F1, it, it feels strange to me. How I mean, maybe I just don't know, but how connected? Like there are, like there's Red Bull, there's Monster, there's yeah. Rich Energy. Like <laughs> yeah. Yeah. you know what I mean? As much as we laugh, like it's it's weird how certain industries or certain types of companies kind of occupy the same space. And, and like be. BWT, uh, best water technology, yep. is yep. like obviously there. Huh. I've been hoping. I never like, knew what that was. Today I learned. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was an oil company, but it's it's not. It's a water. Um, um, but like you know, San Pellegrino, like, they're not jumping on this trend. <laughs> like that would be yeah. great. Labatt used to sponsor Williams. Oh really? Yeah, back in the day. Yeah. Hey, hey, <laughs> Labatt Labatt blue. That makes sense. I love yeah. it. Yeah. That's why our dad loves Williams too, because yeah, yeah. of Labatt Blue and Winnipeg. So. <laughs> <laughs> so absolutely classic. Yeah. He doesn't go anywhere with his Labatt Blue. Yeah. Uh, this, this this show might have some copyright infringements. Uh, <laughs> but uh, okay, uh, but back to your question, Reese, about uh, did you know? Is that Devries? Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I I'll offer maybe a, a different perspective because you asked if it was a good thing or the right thing for them to get rid of Devries and to bring in uh, Danny Rick. Uh, Ultimately, yes, but I think we're also overlooking they had another driver there, Liam Lawson. And I think <laughs> it would have been better off. As much I like Danny Rick. Uh, Taryn, I know you're not on his uh, Christmas card list. <laughs> I'm not either. Yeah. I, I much like respect him. to him, but... Yep. Uh, but I think they, as a team, they would have been better off with Liam Lawson. And But I get why Danny Rick is there. I think his endgame is Red Bull. Mm-hmm. Uh, I recently listened to uh, Beyond the Grid podcast yeah. where he was a guest and that was his uh, quote, to finish my career with Red Bull would be like a dream. And I think yeah. that's his end game. Yeah. Do you think that's why they changed the name to Racing Bull so they can just say, okay, you're an <laughs> RB. Yeah, yeah. 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 Stop Maybe. it. You know? yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I want to preface just by simply saying that, like, yes, I'm not a big, massive Danny Rick supporter in a sense of, I, I want to see him everywhere. I want to see Mr. Smiles and the Honey Badger do his thing. At the same time, the way he performed in Mexico, and when, and when he came back, he could have crashed out every single race. He could have done a lot of done a lot of like bad. And I think that it shows to it kind of kind of shows the fact that he wasn't able to get into the points consistently was just more of the fault. That's a that's an argument against like the car itself. But when the AlphaTauri took the the Red Bull power unit, you saw a massive jump in their performance. 
and you saw him be able to handle that really well. I, I saw all, all across the broadcast, like, this is like 2016 Danny Rick. It's like, no, nah, it's more like 2017 20, before he gave up in 2018. <laughs> like, you know, like he wasn't, it wasn't like jumping for wins, but he was, he was racing well. And it's nice to see that, but I have always been a Liam Lawson fan more than a Danny Rick fan, and I would have loved to have seen uh, a young, like a younger driver who's been like going through and doing really well, kind of a like not quite Oscar Piastering and like winning every single thing he's racing in, but he did it. He grinded away through a lot of career. He made choices to go to Super Formula to get Formula uh, G Force experience and everything. And like he scored two points faster than than Danny Rick did, <laughs> and, and 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 honestly faster than Yuki did too. And I just would have loved to have seen like, and maybe we will see more of him. Who knows what happens? Uh, mm-hmm. You know, mid mid, mid season. Yeah, 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 something can happen, yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess I would I would agree. Not from a I'm a Liam Lawson fan perspective, more of a like I'm a young driver development fan. You know mm, what I mean? Like nice. to me, that's what. Alpha Tauri or now Racing Bull or whatever, like that's what they represent is like the path to the Red Bull team or, or a different team if you're Alex Albon or Pierre Gasly or whoever, like that's kind of what they're for. And so to just, it, it's like rehabilitation putting Daniel Ricardo back in there. And it's mm-hmm. like, why? Like, why of all people are we putting Daniel Ricardo back in? You know, like he's had his time in the sun. That's okay. Be a reserve driver. You're fine, dude. You know, like you can still be on the grid. You can still occupy that space. But like that's to me, like you had your chance and you intentionally left the team. And that's fine, but, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Now it's just taking a seat away from a Liam Lawson or from, like, whoever else, like, Felipe Drogovic or whoever else, right? Um, and to me, that's my qualm with it. Yeah. Good yeah. take. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's a really good one. Also, just, like, could you imagine how nice it would be to have Danny Rick be a broadcaster? Yeah. Like, I think he would be he, a great broadcaster. He, he's been doing good. something, hasn't he? He's been doing a, a secondary feed. Like, I don't... He's he's coming just like as a guest, and that and that went away when he yeah he was took the seat back right, right? he was doing something with um uh Jesus not uh, Red Bull's not kicking in here he wasn't he doing something know. with Will Arnett oh on good ES- question I, I, I'll, I'll, maybe I'll, look, I'll someone look, look that up I yeah. got my computer yeah, too but I thought he was doing something like an ESPN sort of secondary broadcast not the main broadcast but he hadn't been with signed Will Arnett but yeah but he hadn't been um. Like signed or anything yet? You know what I mean? Like that was, broadcasting? that was still yeah. when he was a no, well, not so much broadcasting, but that was when I think he was still just the reserve driver and put him into the media spots and make ever and make him do make yeah, him, yeah make, leaves ESPN alternate broadcast to return all, to full time F one yeah. Yeah. yeah you're right you're, yeah. Yeah. yeah so pretty much he was in the monkey he was doing the monkey dance for, yeah. for everything yeah exactly like yeah he had his symbols out you know and and you're right Will Arnett, Arnett everything yeah. yep yeah because yeah. yeah. Will Arnett had one season of his own F1 podcast okay, okay. Uh, it was called I forget what it was called I listened to it all um, the grandstand no no I don't think so uh, Mika Hakkinen was one of his regular guests it was sort of geared towards new fans the first few episodes I thought were rather bad, but then they found their groove and actually it was quite quite interesting. He's mm-hmm. he tur- uh, Will Arnett turns out to be a, a big F one fan. Oh, really? Uh, so he did. Uh, yeah. And sorry for um, promoting another podcast here. No, I'm fine with oh, that. On I, the I, F world, it's <laughs> the second yeah, one exactly. I've mentioned. I, I already talked about Beyond the Grid. Yeah. Yeah. Will Arnett had the one season. He didn't do that, and he, it didn't go into a second season. Yeah. And then I knew he was at ESPN with Danny Rick. So yeah, yeah. interesting. Well. 
Hopefully ours lasts longer than one season. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's up to you. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah, that is. Really. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. I mean, like, just to get back to your question, Reese, like, um, I think they should have stuck with Nick DeVries for at least until mid-season. I mean, I don't think it was fair for him to lose his ride, but I guess they felt that they needed a change, and yeah. Danny Rick was the guy to uh, give them that change yeah. in a way. Yeah. But I, I hope Nick does get another ride somewhere down the road. He yeah. did, in fact. He's in, he's he did? in Formula E, right? Endurance or yeah, Formula he, E? So he, he, signed, he signed a contract for Formula E. I don't know if that stays anymore because he signed with... Um, da, 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 da. I actually think this is a really great win. Like I love this. He signed with the championship world endurance mm. winning team, Toyota. Wow. And he's okay. driving yeah. in the number one. Number one car. Nice. Good for him. So yeah. for him, we love that. Shout out feet. Nick DeVries. Yeah, yes. bounce back on his feet. Um, I'm I'm happy for it because I've been watching more World Endurance. You can find these replays on YouTube. The all like all six hours, twelve hours of the races sometimes, and I love World Endurance. It's a lot of fun to watch it. Yeah, it's um, you know, like there's a reason why it's a triple crown. There's there's a lot to that racing league, and it's so technical. Mm-hmm. And I think Nick DeVries is a very good technical driver. I'm hoping for the best for him and. Yeah, love a bounce back story. You know yeah, what I mean? <laughs> so nothing we love like a bounce back. Well, you know? he's a, he's a young driver too, isn't he? He's mm, not. Like that's I think that was the whole reason why um, a lot of people were harsh on him. Yeah, is because he really isn't. He's no? he's like he's my age. He's almost my age. Oh wow! I think. Yeah, like he's like twenty seven, twenty eight ish. I thought he was younger than that. I thought he was like yeah, twenty two, twenty three, and like and he's not really a rookie in the same way that say Oscar Piastri and um and Logan Sargent were uh he had been a reserve driver for some time for mm-hmm. Mercedes and Williams uh and been and been like a test driver for for specifically Mercedes yeah you know world champion like almost a double world champion in Formula E Formula E world champion in F2 for F world champion in F3 so he had a lot of pro racing behind his belt and for him just to kind of I mean, lack of a better term, completely bent into walls for the first like half of <laughs> yeah. the season. Yeah, you know, like that—that's a big question. I—I will say though that I think that if Williams had signed him, I think that the constructors would have been a bit different. I think I don't think Williams would have gotten past Alpine, but I think it would have been—it would not be a 120 points for Alpine and 28 points for Williams difference. Yeah. So, yeah, that's my stance. I—I think uh, <laughs> also like. A team that really started off strong this season was um, Aston Martin. Ooh, yeah, boy. yeah. And then they they kind of fell off the map. Like I'd say, like in the summertime, yeah. they they fell off, and like performance performances started to slip mm-hmm. from both drivers. Mm-hmm. And then they they kind of picked it up a bit as the season went on, but it was kind of too little, too late. Yeah, in the constructors. I think it was two Lance too late. Yeah, two Lance too furious. <laughs> that's that's a good one. Um, I, I, that's I've been on that all season. I mean, yeah. that team I, he really cost that team a lot of money. I feel mm-hmm. because they they could have finished higher in the constructors if he would have just contributed uh, just you know thirty forty more points, which yeah. given that car shouldn't have been out of the realm of possibility. They should have had that sewn up the way but, that but, but, Red Bull and had Cam's. Absolutely right, though they they definitely had a, a bit of a valley there. Yeah, yeah, you know, peaks and valleys. But they even they with that, though, strong. every every team had that though. If you think yeah, about a it, bit. like even 
even yeah. Mercedes, people yeah. have championed them for their consistency. Mm. But even through the season, there were like different races where it was just all on the Mercedes performance just isn't there. What's, this isn't right. the, the race for them. Yeah, you like know? Brazil, for yeah, example. Yeah, and yeah. And what's, what's interesting about them was that <laughs> there, there's a lot of teams that you can kind of plot it like, oh, starting this race and ending this one, they had a performance lapse yeah. or whatever. But for Mercedes, it was almost like hit or miss, like yeah. a, throughout the calendar year. Like, yeah. like one race, they'd be really good. Like the Lewis would come P2. Then they would both miss out on Q3, you know? And yeah. like, it was a flip-flopping back and forth. Or like even that. or even just the conspiracy theorist in me will come out here and just be like, you know, there'll be the one time that Lewis got three P2s almost, yeah. got one taken away. Yeah, because yeah. of a stupid infraction rule. Yeah, yeah. yeah. As, as Walter yeah. liked to point out one time, they cheated. He's like, no, no, it's not cheating. <laughs> <laughs> well, even that, even that, it's like, what did they check four cars? I think, and they um, DQ'd two. Like yeah. it was Lewis and Charles, I think. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's like, why wouldn't you just check everybody then? I mean, there was just so many decisions that were made from the FIA and like front office or whoever that just uh, baffling I guess throughout the season and that's I guess another point that I want to bring up is like what are the expectations from teams for the FIA moving into next year like do we think there's been a lot of talk about consistency of application of like penalties and and being really transparent and honest about what those uh, look like and what they should be do we think there's going to be any changes for next year or is it just going to be more of the same well, it's an interesting question, and I, I, last time I was on the podcast with Cam, I think we were talking about that, um, at least the the five-second penalty, I think, mm-hmm. for uh, gaining advantage off the track or for pushing someone off, I think maybe needs to be strengthened or changed yeah. in a yeah. way. Mm-hmm. Specifically, it was also giving the place back. Yeah. We yeah. talked a lot about that. Yeah. yeah. Because out of all the things that we see, we've seen this season, that is the one that is the most like on my radar, yeah. because I really don't know what to expect from them, and I don't think that teams know right now mm. what no. to expect yeah. and it's hard to plan for something when you don't know how the rules will be applied and and it, like we can go down a list of inconsistencies if you if, if, if you want like like track limit inconsistencies penalty inconsistencies are just to name the few for for the drivers the whole stupid time minimum thing for for qualifying that yeah. then created just straight up drivers impeding each other on purpose yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and trying to screw each other over yeah. that way that and even just trying to maximize their own performance like i think as I can't remember what race it was, but Max backed up the the grid a bit behind him, leaving the pit lane exit, and so that he could find like a good spot to slot into. And then George Russell did the same thing. And did did they give a penalty to George, or was it the next the next week that George well, did it? And they it was a, it, it, it yeah. was just it was just strange how it was really that three. Yeah. It was that it was that Austin, uh, Mexico, Brazil run really. Mm-hmm. And I think mm-hmm. the what, whichever race came before Austin, oh Belgium. Was yeah. a big one too, yeah. where it was a really big thing, and that was the one that where I think the first one was with the Mac with Max was uh, the FIA at uh, uh, the Formula One and FIA and said, "Go, oh, we didn't, we should have given him a penalty." Mm-hmm. It's like, well, then, like, give him a penalty, you know, give yeah. him give him a, a grid a grid penalty or something yeah. if you're going to uphold it. Yeah, well, and it's just like they pick and choose when to apply the rules. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I, th- oh, I don't think that's okay. I want to see a return of uh, stop and go penalties. Which never really left, but they don't really give them anymore. Yeah, um, I like think drive throughs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like come into the pits. You can't change your car. Like, you can't work on your car or anything. Just into the pits. Stop for five seconds. Keep on going. Mm-hmm. And it's still in the rule book. And I think that it solves a lot of problems in terms of like, oh, five second penalty isn't enough for. Which I agree. Um, sometimes you know, it it it's more cost effective to cause an accident and 
take the five seconds because it's like, well, I can open up a seven second gap, you know? Yeah, it doesn't matter. And that's what you see. You see people just doing that. I think George even said this year, okay, yeah, no problem. I'll just deal with the five seconds. Yeah, exactly. Max, (laughs) Max's whole thing, give the stewards my my regards regards in Vegas. Yeah. Just like the big one for me was uh, sportsman like. Because we only saw one sportsmanlike conduct misinfraction with uh, Lando Norris, yeah, and that was based off of like one a curb that he took because he was um, kind of like you know it was like if you look watch the rat I think it was qualifying or is a sprint race or something, and they're back and forth and it's clear that one the driver ahead of him is not giving them safe the same safety regulations and so he takes a, a bad corner and they give him a sportsmanlike conduct and then a sportsmanlike conduct again on on his like on his comment about it but you're not going to give a sportsmanlike conduct for open radio messages on on like on that and yeah. the big one for me was the way that they handled Alpha Tauri and Red Bull like two companies that are very much owned by the same group and it's not just tearing your anti Red Bull and all this stuff it's, I don't mean <laughs> it like that but I, it's this is a sporting regulation if you one company has two teams that multiple times throughout the season changed whether or not there was going to be penalties that no other team would have that that ability to do and sorry say that again how do you mean like like there were times where they were like caught telling yuki and that they were to impede on qualifying laps oh yeah, yeah um yeah. straight up uh were like just didn't tell just do you, said, like, do you have you know, an example of that though because i i didn't i didn't see that like do you know what race it was that they said specifically yuki like impede like i i think that that's what's so interesting though is that they're they're pretty or at least usually pretty good at riding that line between what is valid and what yeah. would be an infraction um th- i know i think it's japan is the one where like max impeded yuki yeah, and they were just like don't come to the thing and, oh, and yeah. th- that was yeah. the big one. Yeah, I remember but I that. think it was the race before that where you can really see that Yuki's like purposely driving slow and he's being called for like not me- meeting the lap minimums. Yeah. And I think um, here I'll try and f- I don't I forget the act, the full race, yeah. but um, it's right before Japan. I think it's like I think it's Italy and or and, and like. Nether- yeah. the netherlands e- either way and either way it's in, it's in that window of belgium to 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 singapore yeah, uh yeah. and uh that was like a, another thing so it was like these are two sister teams that like have an impact on you're right the race. you're right i guess i guess for me really quickly because i do agree that that is something that should be addressed within the organization like i just to have that kind of a clear-cut advantage obviously is going to play some effect i don't think that that's why red bull was so dominant this past year like for obvious reasons i don't think that anybody thinks that that is the case but i just want to put that out there and also when it comes to um you had mentioned lando's like sporting um infractions or whatever sporting sportsmanship sportsmanship infractions stuff misconduct i i i would prefer to go the route of him not getting those rather than go the route of max or some other driver getting unsportsmanlike infractions i think that I think that whenever you get to anything at the highest level like that, like there's going to be high emotions. There's going to be points where drivers or, or competitors, you know, say or do something that maybe isn't the nicest thing to one of their, you know, uh, colleagues, quote unquote, competitors. And I think that that's okay. I think that we shouldn't be trying to like treat everybody with kid gloves and, and so on. Um, I just think there needs to be some consistency with the application, right? So if what Lando gets is a sport, an unsportsmanlike infraction, then somebody else should, but I don't think that they should be, right? If that makes any sense. No, that makes a lot yeah, of sense. That makes, that makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah. think typically drivers work it out amongst themselves. Yeah, I mean, exactly. back in the day, they, they used to actually have 
fist fights yeah. from yes. time yeah. to time. Yeah. Yeah. I'm certainly not advocating for that, but yeah. I, I well, think I am. There, <laughs> there are instances where, you know, drivers just work it out. Yeah. Um, I recall, they're all humans. If you recall, I don't remember what year, but when Sebastian Vettel pulled up alongside Lewis and yeah. literally rammed into yeah. him out of frustration. Yeah. And oh, now yeah, those two are the best of exactly. right? That was 2017. Yeah. So, and they worked it out. Yeah. yeah. yeah that, was, that was 2017. I, I was actually exactly. watching something and he was like mad because he thought Lewis brake tested yeah. Yeah. at uh, his Baku. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah I, back in 2017. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was the that was a that was a funny race. Yeah, because yeah. then I think they both crashed each other out in the race day two, something like that. It was uh, weird. Yeah, I don't recall. Yeah, I, I, I felt that either way, Seb I, crashed into him after the race. So I think they did both finish. But mm, mm. It was yeah, it was like pulled alongside him and bumped him. Yeah, yeah that was yeah. that was like it was it was a flag, and um, they were they were bumping each other and and uh, yeah, it was it was a fun. It's a I have to, to you listeners out there. I recommend watching uh, back with 2017. That's um, a Bottas win mm, with nice. um, Danny Danny Rick P2 and your 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 boy Lance Stroll's first podium. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 for the record, <laughs> hey, Your Honor, not. I'd like the record to show that Lance Stroll is not my boy. Walter's looking for a discounted Zara. <laughs> Uh, I just want the club music. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, yeah, one of yeah. those club beats. I'll take forty five percent off, Lance. You don't even have to give me fifty. That's yeah, exactly. Hilarious. That's, that's hilarious. In terms of just back who twenty seventeen being just like a fun and wild race, pose a question to all three of you. What were some of your favorite races? Um, obviously, Reese, you have the probably the, the freshest because you've been watching so many of the race in thirties. Which I, I really do recommend watching as many race in thirties as you can, just because uh, for you listeners out there, you know, for ten dollars. F1 TV is great because you get these races in 30s and they're fun little recaps. I, I use them so Tons much. Of stuff. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Not even just the race in 30s. They have like interviews with engineers. They have the uh, like grid walks. It's just really yeah. solid. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and like this is, I'm not getting paid by F1 TV to, to advertise for this. I'm just saying <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, hopefully. Um, <laughs> I'm just saying it's still a great little service for their stuff. But mm, um, yeah. To get to the question. Australia, incredible. <laughs> Round one. three, Australia, April second. What was there? Three red flags. Yeah, that was yeah. a ton of red you flags. Know, yeah, <laughs> red flag on the restart yeah. uh, of a red flag where signs, you know, hit Alonso when he spun, and you get the the Alonso's. Uh, oh, I do not think that it counts. We have to reset the grid because it, you know we <laughs> yeah. finished the first lap. Right. It was it was wild, it and was he was incredible. getting precedent yeah, like they did last exactly. year in Monaco or something. Yeah, yeah. like you can just watch his yeah. brain work on yeah. the fly while That's he's still amazing. in the cockpit. It was incredible. You know, yeah. also science gets a penalty, even though it didn't affect the grid at all. So, I mean, it's just another example of science taking an L, which is mm-hmm. a consistent oh thing. <laughs> yeah. The only thing consistent about the F1 stewards is that they will give Carlos Sainz a penalty. Yes. Yeah. And Esteban Ocon, who, who I don't know if he planned this, but he broke the record for most penalties in a season yeah. and most penalties in, in a, a single race. In a race. Was that also, was, I, I was have that it also in my, Australia? Uh, I when think, he got all the penalties, I think it was Bahrain oh, the okay. first the first race. Oh. He no, got, oh. he got one penalty, didn't serve it correctly, so he got another one for <laughs> not serving the penalty correctly. Maybe, maybe it was Australia. I he think, got another few because he did yeah. crash out into Gasly and all that. But yeah, yeah, he got yeah. like five in one race. Yeah, that and was it's like and he beat yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he and he beat Rubens Barrichello, who who bestie, I'm, I'm bestie. Rubens Barrichello probably was sitting there yeah. as like in my career, I really want someone to beat me in this. Exactly, <laughs> and, exactly. And and um, yeah. yeah, but yeah, Australia was definitely up there. Um, 
good yeah. one. Anybody Australia else? is always a good race. Um, yeah. It, 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 I've, I can't recall a boring Australian GP, to be honest. There's yeah. always something. I don't know what it is because it's maybe early in the season or it's that particular track layout, but it, it's always a good race. For me this season, my standout is, is not a race, but it's uh, qualifying at Monaco. The lap that Verstappen, mm-hmm. the laps that everybody was putting yeah. in, yeah. just time it kept dropping, 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 dropping. It looked like Max, like I thought he was not going to get pole, and he pulled out that lap. And it's, yeah. it's one that I actually just watched it again the other night. I get goosebumps talking about it right now. <laughs> it's it's really otherworldly. And and if you like Max or don't like Max, whatever. I think if you're a fan of motorsport, particularly F1. You have to just watch that lap and be in awe yeah. of the car, his control. And the one thing I always say about F1, it's a team sport. It took mm-hmm. a 1,000 people to build mm-hmm. that car, design it, build it, move it around the world for 23 races. Red, that's To me, that's, the, that's everything coming together for that moment. Yep. You and I talked about how Monaco qualifying really is the race. Yeah. That what that's what makes that weekend a lot of fun mm-hmm. was yeah. because it's because it's the outlier of yeah. everything. That's and why you're the yeah. crown. That's why it's the crown jewel. And you had people dissing yeah. it, you know, saying, yeah. "Oh, the cars are too big," and F1 is outgrowing Monaco. And you had people saying, "Oh, this is going to be the last Monaco Grand Prix." And no, no. you yeah. can't have F1 without Ferrari. Yeah. Yeah. You can't have F1 without that's, Monaco. That's the episode you said that yeah. line yeah. too. Yeah. I love that line. It's my favorite <laughs> line. I use it all the time, nice. uh, and I win a lot of arguments on in my. Uh, <laughs> Uh, on the the fastest pit stop discord speaking of shouting out other things the fastest pit stop d- discord has a great like f1 discord chat and a lot of good friendships i, I i've started to make over through that through that group nice. and um i use that line specifically um there's a huge argument about we, we there was it was like a huge lawn flame war in the in the chat and i said like you can't like two things are synonymous with f1 one is monaco two is ferrari if you take any of them out you don't have f1 and everyone's like that's right this guy's right. It's like yes. It's, I'm not right. Walter is right, but I'm right. Thanks, thanks for the shout out. Thanks for the shout out. Good choice. Good choice. Cam, what about you? Um, I mean, from this year, I'd have to go with like the battle between uh, Fernando and and Sergio Perez. Talk about race. Oh, in, in Brazil. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Brazil yeah. is your favorite race. Yeah, that was nice my call. my favorite Wild. race. Yeah. Um, just yeah. just the whole sequence of the the whole battle between. Uh, Checo and and Fernando, like it was just beautiful, and then the yep. finish, yep. yeah, right up to the end, yeah, know, yeah. It was insane. Like we we knew that Max won. It was it was <laughs> it was more. I was more focused on the race for third. Yeah, yeah. yeah. between yeah. Uh, Perez and Alonso, and that was that was a great finish. But if I may, I'd like to bring up a race from the past that I used to watch. I I I really like the old Hockenheim. Mm-hmm. track okay yeah yeah in bring germany they yeah. should bring it back yeah um i just loved i loved that track because it, it was like it had really fast like straightaways and long straightaways it was kind of like an oval in a way mm-hmm. but it was it was just really fast yeah the hockenheim ring it's a classic and yeah. uh i also loved the old uh indianapolis course that they used to race on for the u.s grand prix yeah. Except for the two, 2005 race. I didn't I did not like that was race. Was that the, the tire one <laughs> yeah. where six cars ran? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. What a what a fun one. Other, other than other than that, I I really liked the uh the old USGP 
I also just want to mention really quickly what you said just a minute ago about yeah. uh, if you we, we knew Max was going to win, but uh, <laughs> if you look past that to P3, it was quite an interesting race. Yeah. That's a pretty good synopsis of the entire season. That, that's the key you know? to happiness yeah. mm-hmm. for yeah. enjoying this season. Yeah. 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 <laughs> really. Everyone knew that Max was going to win. Red Bull has it. But if you look just past that, yeah. it's really quite totally. neck and neck. After the summer break, it was like P2 down. Yeah. Because like Paris wasn't. Put it in. He should have sewn up P2 every other race. Yeah. Quick thing to add to the Brazil. One, I think that entire weekend is a master class of Fernando Alonso. Oh, like mm-hmm. the sprint race, the mm-hmm. qualifying. Yep. Yep. He had, I think you. we did a sprint race episode, Walter, and we spent like five minutes watching him set up an overtake on Pierre Gasly. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. he did it over eight turns. Yeah. And he like, you could see how he's playing that game of cat and mouse. You want to watch technical racing? Alonso on board on board that entire race is is fantastic. It's it's great. I love it. It also has the greatest and saddest moment of all of 2023, which was Charles Leclerc DNSing, do not starting oh, on the, the Ferrari, oh, and he completed the trifecta. The other oh. rule, the other record that was broken not by Red Bull this season is the trifecta of a DNF a did, did not start disqualification yeah. and and a technical infringement he got he got the he got the the, you love the holy quartet you love to see it <laughs> the, the no, most, no one but ferrari could have pulled that off no exactly i know yeah, yeah. the most tragic like you said walter it can't be you can't have f1 without ferrari no. you know yeah. Yeah. For, for better or for worse yeah. Yeah. yeah and also just i think ferrari also wins that should win the award for best radio moments just the fact that like what's this just the like the one where it's like what is this strategy and they're like we're checking <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. And then the one time that they had like one of the cleanest oh, strategies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tell me the name. Don't tell me the qualification. I actually have that in my notes. Um the first time that Zavi it was on a safety car restart. Um, and Zavi forgot to tell Leclerc that Hamilton had pitted for fresh tires and was right behind mm, him. Yep. So it was like after the restart. Lewis gets in position to kind of overtake Leclerc, and then Xavi tells him, oh, you know, push right at restart because yeah. Hamilton pitted for fe- for fresh tires. And he goes, Xavi, like, Too why late. wouldn't you tell me that before, you know? Yeah. I think it was like this was it, third Was it Jetta? Maybe it was Jetta. Because Australia was the, the third race. Yeah. I wonder if it's Jetta. Saudi Arabia? I don't know. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll don't find know. it. We'll I'll find, find it. it. I, 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 love, I love this like guessing game at the end of, <laughs> of which race was which. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it's going to be a harder game next year with 24 races yeah. year, as opposed and to the, 23. <laughs> they're, all over, they're all everywhere. Uh, the, too, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Boom. Yeah, he's pretty. He's pretty good with yeah. That. yeah. The memory yeah. I'm, uh, I'm excited for China. Uh, um, that that lawn, that that like that a uh, lot of height and elevation differences yeah, along the got track. Some turns, turns, turn one, two, three, four. All are just neat. one big yeah. turn. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I'm excited to see how these. I'm also really worried about how these cars are going to work in Shanghai, uh, because the track mm. doesn't fit for ground effect, right? Like like mm. uh, typically at least. So. We'll have to see how it happens. Time will tell. I've been proven wrong multiple times about how these cars are going to work. <laughs> yeah, I, um, I, I've I've been to the Shanghai Grand Prix, so I, really? I, I know a little something. Uh, yeah, uh, it's a, it's a big circuit. It's a fast circuit. I I think they'll be fine. Yeah, mm. yeah. I'm excited to see it. Mm. Yeah, I'm expecting at least two red flags. You know, <laughs> I was 
absolutely lambasting the Las Vegas Grand Prix before mm. it started. Yeah. Yeah. And then it I started, yeah. and it was like, well, okay. Yep. You know? yeah. Yeah. But exactly. was it because it was could have been so shit, and it wasn't, that it was like, okay. You know, I mm. think that either way, it was entertaining. Like, yeah. you know, entertaining in a way that is different from maybe some of the other Grand Prix. Yeah. But it, it still did its job, you know? Like, Fair you enough. can stamp your feet and cry and piss I'm, your pants about it. But at the end of the day, it was entertaining. Yeah, I, I think... I think that's pretty much. I think we all feel the same. I think yeah. we talked about yeah. this a, a bit last time. Uh, I'm really curious to see Drive to Survive because yeah. you know how Drive to Survive puts its spin on everything. Yeah. So I, I'm really yeah. curious to see how Vegas gets spun mm. on Drive to Survive. Yeah. yeah, yeah, me too. I'm I'm interested to see how this entire season gets spun. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Because this will be the first time that uh, we won't. We probably won't have a super crabby personal vendetta, Christian Horner. So, like, you know, like, and, yeah. and it is Red Bull's show. He'll so, find a way. Yeah. He'll find a way. Find a way to talk about, like, yeah. like so you'll probably complain about Singapore. You know, my wife is Ginger Spice, yeah? yeah. <laughs> if you're not, <laughs> if you're not the best and you're still, you know, like, yeah. Yeah. whatever. I like the record to show I like Christian Horner. <laughs> I, I, okay, I, I will say I, I like Christian Horner, too. Okay. Like I I I lambaste the guy, but like if I he I would arguably he's, say that he's been there from day one, right? Like yeah, that's what yeah. I admire, and he plays a character. You yeah, can yeah. Tell. yeah, and yeah, he's exactly. very effective at it. Yeah, exactly. But he's good at his job. Yeah. you know, yeah. he, you can't exactly. deny that. Yeah, yeah. And, and the ups and the downs. And you gotta like you gotta love a good rivalry. Yeah. and you can't. And like I personally, like you know, I've I live a good rivalry in my life. I don't. And like that person is also my best friend in the world. And you can't be rivals with anyone else but your best friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's very much the, the same case. And I think just like, you know, like you said, Reese, I think I think he I think he had just good camera presence. Oh, for and, sure. And he oh, knows yeah. it. Sure. And, yeah. Yeah. and yeah. It, it'd be like it'd be kind of weird having yeah. this sport without him. We've seen him pose for that calendar, right? Like, yeah. You know, <laughs> like well, he's, what was it? The nude shot? He's no, that's not the helmet. Wasn't it? No, with the helmet. <laughs> oh, oh, back oh, in the day. Back yeah. in the day. Yeah. 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 He knows what he's doing. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. like, that, I think that's who he is. I think that's another best part of the season is the bot ass. Calendar and everything. Yeah. So Bottas is awesome. He's he's living he's his amazing. best life. You love yeah. to see it, yeah. you know, yeah. after after those years. In preparation for today, because I've taken copious notes. All right. Um, <laughs> I have some notes for each of the teams, two things at least that, you know, my question marks really. Um, so for Mercedes, and I want to get your opinions on this, obviously one is they need a better car. They yeah. need, yeah. you know, to perform, they need to be up at the top again, yada yada yada. That was a hot topic this year was the car. The other thing that I didn't see a lot of people talking about Mm -hmm. was their overall strategy and pit crew. Like the pit stop times, Mm. their strategy calls through some of those really close races. Like there was a couple, including (laughs) um, Japan, that that they could have won, you know? But I think that this season and last one as well, but this season more more so, because the car wasn't as far behind as it had been last year. True. I think that they're kind of being exposed a little bit for how mediocre or complacent maybe they've been in those side of the department. Yeah, they've got Lewis Hamilton. Obviously, he's one of the best drivers of all time, if not mm-hmm. the best driver of all time. You can't deny that. They have a vehicle that could be at any on any given weekend, P2, easily. So they have the opportunity to kind of take advantage of some some of those hectic weekends or whatever. What they don't have is a Red Bull caliber pit crew or Red Bull caliber uh, strategy team. And I think that that more than the the absolute best car on the road at any given second, what they're lacking more than that is 
the actual technical side. Hats off to you there because um, that is such a good analysis and question. Because when you're looking at, I'm, as you were talking, I was looking at some of the times, and sometimes what got people into the points was the pit stops. Yeah, fractions of seconds in pit stops are costing point finishes for some for some cars, mm-hmm. and and you know questionable strategies, you know, cost Williams some points multiple times. Um, and and yeah, I didn't think about that. That's a really good question for next season as to what happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, it's the one thing I always say about F1. In fact, I've already said it once today, but here's the second time. It's a team sport. Mm-hmm. And that, to me, everyone looks at this year and says, oh, Max Verstappen and, and Red Bull won uh, 23 out of, or 22 out of 23 races. But it's a thousand people that have to get everything right. hundred percent. You know, yeah. And, yeah. and we see that what happens when they don't. And that's what we see at Ferrari. And we are seeing it in Mercedes. You're right. In the car itself over since they won their last title. Mm-hmm. You know, they went that zero side pod direction, yeah. stuck with it. I mean, they went just so, so far down the wrong road. Yeah. And it wasn't just that. The re- that had spill-on effects, I think, to the rest of the team. So, it, yeah, it's a great point. They need a better car, but they need to work their shit out as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Like if they yeah. had that other side, you know, figured out, they, yeah. they could have won. They could have won. Yeah. Maybe, maybe one, maybe two yep. this yeah, year. Yeah, for sure. You know? yeah. At least, at least there, one. There yeah. Some yeah. We- yeah, there were some weird pit stops. First um, time in how many years the British national anthem yeah. ever played in F one? Yeah. yeah, wow. Yeah, yeah. twenty twenty three. That's that's first time ever. Is isn't is it the first time ever that it hadn't been played at least once? I, I can't say that. For like sure. since yeah. like they say like ever and like they don't count when they say ever they don't count like before nineteen fifty. I, I will yield to you because you're kind of the savant on yeah. the, the dates <laughs> and stuff. But yeah. talking of pit stops as well, I, was, yeah. I I have a nice little graphic. Yeah, here on the yeah, I saw pit that. Stops. I saw that. McLaren broke the record. McLaren, That's exactly right? it. With uh, six out of the ten fastest pit stops in 2023, mm-hmm. setting a new world record, 1.8 seconds, and that's particularly yep. significant. I feel because it was two or three years ago where the FIA actually did something, although I don't know what they did, to try to slow pit stops down again. And so they changed the procedure. They put they put in something in place to slow teams down. Mm. And we saw it, it work because pit stops were sort of averaging almost three seconds. But now they've, whatever, yeah. they've worked around that rule as they always do in F1. And now they're down to 1.8 seconds. Just phenomenal. So it's amazing. Question on the yeah. 1.8. Yeah. How many tenths or hundredths off of Red Bull's 1.8 world record is it? Because it's only because Red Bull's was 1.8 as well. Was it? I think so. This year or in the past? It was in the past. Okay. So because they broke Red Bull's Red Bull's record of mm. like I think it was like 2018, 2019 or something, and yeah, I think sure. that was a 1.8. But I think that was like high 1.8s. Okay. And I think this, this, this one is this, this one, one go, oh. just okay. Then yeah, that's yeah. like at least five tenths or something. Yeah. Oh. And Mercedes that's wasn't nuts. even in the top no. ten. To your no, point, and exactly. that's really yeah. where I'm yeah. going. In your point, yeah. yeah. To your point, Mercedes not even in the top ten fastest. Yeah. I mean, it was McLaren, it was Ferrari, and it was Red Bull. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Those three teams, McLaren, I think it was towards the end of the season. Even before that, though, like their team has always operated at a high level. And uh, one thing that I remember that I noticed actually is when I, I, because I restarted and I watched testing as well. Um, And Zach Brown on like day one of testing was basically like, we did not get where we wanted to get over the offseason. So we know going into this year that our engineers have a lot of catching up to do. We're hoping to get back, you know, by whatever. I think you said Baku. Um, And it took them longer, but, like, they knew going into it that they needed work to be done. So 
I think that I think that we can expect a lot from them moving forward. Like into yeah. next year, I think they've really hit their I hope stride. So. I hope. Yeah. yeah. I hope you're right. Yeah. And I on that right. point, I I was I brought this up here early into I think right here it says like May June, like end of May June. Mika Hakkinen gets signed on as part of the technical development concept for McLaren. Hmm. And he also that's also when he says, I think that if there's ever a team to do it, it's going to be Silverstone and McLaren has a chance there to to be as fast as Red Bull. Hmm. And that's exactly what happened. And I remember for that entire month, people were roasting. Oh yeah. And just saying like there's no way. How is he was yeah. he watching this thing? And he's like, no and then and I remember that Silverstone was the race that I think that's the famous quote of um, Oscar Piastri just being like, McLaren's back, baby. Yeah. We, we got yeah. this. That was 2-3, right? Yeah. That, 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 that nice. was yeah. That was the 2-3. That was the one where uh, Lewis was even said on the radio, like, there's just like no way I can get them. Yeah. And I have DRS. And yeah. Well, now that you bring that up, actually. Well, just what you said <laughs> like um, um, about Oscar Piastri and yada, yada, yada. Do we think that Lando Norris is championship <laughs> quality? Do we think that he is ever and to mm. to to dovetail to that if that's the right expression I don't know um, sure. who do we think is going to win a race first Oscar Piastri or Lando Norris I just want my like crazy take out of the way first then sure. like get to the real conversation with it I hope it's Oscar Piastri I well think, I think it will be I think it'll be Oscar I, Piastri yeah me too yeah. Uh, I, I'm not a big Norris fan I'm to be not honest. either. Just something about him, yeah. Uh, and so, to answer your question, championship ca- quality? No, I don't. I don't see it. I think he's missing that sort of one percent that all champions have, like mm-hmm. Max, like Lewis, mm-hmm. like Shumi. Yeah. Uh, it's just I don't. Alonso. He's not there. It's not there. Yeah. And then, do I think he's going to win before Oscar? No, I don't. I think it's going to be Oscar. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I would agree with that. Yeah. Um, I, I think it's going to be Piastri first to to win a race. I mean, Lando has come close a, a few times this season, but. Always I don't, a bridesmaid. I don't think he's, <laughs> yeah. I don't think he's quite ready yet to you know win a race. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Maybe he could. He could next season. I mean, you never know. Um, I feel like we've been saying that for like three, four, or five right. seasons now. Yeah. Though, yeah. He, like, I think, and he's had a lot those of chances. couple times where he's fumbled it. I mean, Daniel yeah. Ricciardo beat him to it. Oscar Piastri beat him to it with a sprint race and coming second when he was. Th- you know what I mean? Like, I just feel like it's been years and years of people being like, "Well, totally. next year he'll be taking a big step forward." Yeah. I just yeah. don't see it coming. And as far as like championship material, I mean, I I, I agree with Walter. Like, I don't think he's championship material yet mm-hmm. i mean he probably could be in, in like two three years yeah we'll yeah. see he's he's I, and just to be clear i think he's a great driver he is yeah quick. Oh, he's yeah. quick. Yeah. He's, oh yeah but I mean, he's, he's just and, missing that certain something there's yeah. a certain something if you look at all the championships mm-hmm. all the champions throughout the years they have something mm-hmm. and he, i just yeah. don't see it in him. and he's and he's like like um was it misleadingly quick too mm-hmm. yeah like you don't think stealthily quick yeah, that, yeah that's yeah. a better word for yeah. it and like you don't know how quick he is yeah and he just like appears he, sometimes. He, I don't uh, think that he'll ever allow himself to be that good though, because there have been a few. There was a few qualifying uh, rounds and even races or the sprints or whatever where he feasibly could have won yeah. or he could have well, beat Oscar he, or whatever. Could have yeah. won in Sochi that year. Right? Was it Sochi? When it, in the it started yeah, raining. Yeah. He was winning. He should have won that. But, but, they, yeah. but even but even this got it wrong season, or he got it wrong. Yeah, it was call. with the tires. Yeah. I think he they were going to pull him in for inters, and he was like, no, 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 yeah, I can, yeah, I can. Right, do I think it was him. Yeah, yeah, and then he just biffed it on like the second last lap. I think. Yeah. But um, but even this season, like there was a few times out there where he could have done better. And the question is, oh, you know, what, what's going on out there? And 
And with some drivers, you'll hear them say, oh, you know, I'm just not, you know, hitting the brake balance or whatever it is, you know. And, and Lando's up there looking like he's about to cry. And he's like, yeah, you know, just driver error. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I just, I'm just not good enough. I guess it's just me. Even just him in interviews, it's like, buddy, like, you know, like. <laughs> Go get drunk. Yeah, don't try and <laughs> pull my heartstrings here, bro. Just be better, you know. Like, I don't know. I just, yeah. I don't, I don't see that in him. But I, again, yeah. famously, I've been wrong. So. Yeah. I mean, to me, like, he doesn't have that killer instinct. Mm-hmm. That Max has, that Lewis mm-hmm. had or has. Um, <laughs> Which one that, is it? Had or has? I have the power to mute your mic. <laughs> that, <laughs> and you that, don't. That, 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 I'll go with had. That, I got a record. Lewis Hamilton <laughs> hat. That's that, the record show that, I can. Uh, <laughs> I'm on Cam's side. I say had. That, uh, had? That, really? That Shumi okay. had. Okay. Um, you know, they had that killer instinct to win. Mm-hmm. And Lando just doesn't have it yet. Yeah, yeah. it's a good he, point though. Yet he could, he could, could acquire it. Yeah, he could, but yeah. I don't think he will. Possibly. But he could, he could. Yeah. Yeah. Who on the grid though? Behind you know you have Max Verstappen, Lewis Hamilton, Fernando Alonso. Okay, mm-hmm. let's just say that those are your three world champions still on the grid. Mm-hmm. Um, who on the grid actually has that though? I think Piastri. I think that's it. Yeah, yeah. I think that's it. I was going to say George and Piastri and George and George and Oscar. George he qu- he quite literally has a killer instinct. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's actually that. That's a a good point, though, because I think that just just to kind of lay this in, because I've been thinking a lot about this. uh, There's a lot of talk about like pay driver versus you know talent driver or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. And and, oh, like Lance Stroll is a pay driver and yada yada yada. But I think that even within the like talent drivers, like there's a lot of difference between like floor raisers and ceiling raisers, you know. And Mm -hmm. I think George Russell is an excellent example of a floor raiser mm. in that last year the car was a shit box and mm-hmm. he was Mr. <laughs> Consistency. He was, yep. you know, Mr. keeping P5. it in the points, yep. Yep. P5 and up and doing so well and one DNF, you know, blah, 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 blah. Whereas this season the car's doing much better and he's totally whiffing it. Mm. But Lewis is there mm-hmm. to fi- to get those P2s, to get those, you know, P3s, to, to stay on the podiums. So Lewis is an, ex- I mean, like a Max, like an mm-hmm. Oscar in me, in my mind, is a f- is a ceiling raiser. Whereas mm-hmm. someone like a George, or I mean, even a Charles, even a Carlos, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. definitely a Perez, they're more of an example of a of a floor raiser. In that you give them a shitty car, they'll do pretty well. Mm-hmm. But you give them a championship quality vehicle, and the pressure is just going to crack. You know. Yeah, yeah. I think the only, yeah, I, like that. The, I think, I think the the driver on the grid who's both at the same time is Fernando Alonso. You give him a crappy car, he's going to make that pig fly. Oh, for sure. Yeah. But he also yeah. is going to win you a championship. Yeah. If he, Smart. Yeah. If he's he got it. that killer instinct. Yeah. Uh, he can outdrive yeah. a car. He can yeah. get the yeah. Yeah. Sure. He's he's basically he's the Shohei Otani. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's both a we did uh, it. Uh, 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 <laughs> pitcher and a hitter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I I would say like in my in my book I I, I agree like I say Oscar Piastri is probably the nearest one. Um, but I also want to give Carlos Sainz some credit. Yep. I think I think yeah. like I don't want to say two because I think that's too quick. Um, and I think it really depends on what where he goes after, if if he if he decides his time at Ferrari's done. But I think that like he has a world championship in him. I don't think he's ever going to get it though. Mm. And I like I think that there's like really until Max retires and until Lewis and Fernando kind of retire in that. I think the next one probably is going to be Perez if he stay, stays in. But I think there's just 
too much. Wait, wait, the next one what? Champion. Cha- I think I think he could do it. If, Champion. If, like I don't know. It, it, again, it depends on where he That's stays. Fair. You know, That's fair. like I mean, if he hey, stays at Red Bull and he, he shit, you know, if he. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hear it. Let's hear it. You know, this is so, being recorded. Yeah, we can go back and listen yeah, to this. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so here's the thing. So, Someone write that down and reference it when we talk about Perez. Look, I I think that if Sergio Perez doesn't be Sergio Perez um, in a lot of ways that he'd like that he showed this season. And I think that like, if he is able to drive like Perez, like we know he can drive too. I think that if, if Paris is at Red Bull, yeah. he has a good chance. And yeah. Probably out of all but the ones like on the saying, grid. That's like saying if everything went absolutely perfect for me, I could be prime minister. Like, yeah, I could be. <laughs> Fair you enough. Know? But there's never going to be a situation where everything falls into place. Like, Lewis, Max, you know, Carlos, everybody, like Fernando, everybody is off out of the grid. And Sergio is still at Red Bull. And they've still got to champion, like, the best car by miles. Like, so many things have to go right for that to be the case that I just don't see it happening. Fair enough. Yeah. And I, I agree with that, too. I'm just simply saying, with the way the grid is standing now, he, out of those three, he is in the best position to get one. Fair. Fair. If he doesn't bin it every single like you know if he, if he, if he doesn't point. you know that's the thing I, I i think he he doesn't handle the pressure he's got a great work ethic mm-hmm. work ethic i think he works hard uh he is a quick driver obviously mm-hmm. but i'll go back to reese's comments uh just under the pressure i think he mm-hmm. doesn't yeah. doesn't stand up same with Charles. yeah i think in my mind at least yeah oh big big yeah. time yeah. me too yeah. i don't think he's got it in him yeah. i like no, charles no. though i love i love charles i love him He's, he's great. I want nothing but success for Charles. You know, but honestly, I just don't see it. Looking at the drivers, I can't. No one stands out to me. No, yeah. honestly, no. Like really, only Piastri. He really. He in my mind. Even at least, then, yeah. I don't know, man. I think that he's just. I'm. I'm really. I was really impressed with him throughout the season. Oh, what eighty nine points or whatever. He I got? mean, like, that's uh, impressive for rookie the rookie. Season. Like, yeah. I don't know. Ninety seven. Ninety seven. Yeah. yeah. What is that like? The best rookie season since Lewis Hamilton. Like. As far as share of points, you know? yeah, exactly. That yeah. Exactly. amazing. Incredible. If it wasn't for a Fernando Alonso leaking data, yeah. he would have won it. <laughs> you know? Well, that's my head cannon, but it's a lot of other things. You know? That's that champion. That's that 1% one percent. What I was talking about. I mean, well, two thousand seven also. It was Shanghai. The team left him out on bad tires, and yeah. he binned yeah. it coming into the pits. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. That's yeah. it. That's so. The, that's the whole season. I, there's a lot of things. You're not wrong. The that team, the team <laughs> fucked them over. Oh yeah. Uh, on that. Uh, to any listeners, 2007, 2008, two seasons, incredible. Yeah. If you're Great. gonna watch them, those are the two to watch. Yeah. I I have been waiting because I've watched 2007, 2008, yeah. and I am I haven't finished 2008. Incredible. Because yeah. I am on the. Great crash gate, oh, and, I'm, I'm like, and I'm and I'm so Singapore 2008, and I'm just Beautiful. like I see it on the archive list. Of like, what to watch next? I'm like, I, I don't know if I should. <laughs> like, I, it's so great. Uh, I'm, I'm excited to watch it because it's a ever, Christmas morning viewing. Yeah, right? well, we got Lord yeah. of the Rings to watch yeah. so. right, right after Die Hard. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, because exactly. yeah. yeah. that that's such an important race for the like the championship. Um, not both in 2008 championship, mm-hmm. but also obviously, but also just for the F1 jam- World Championship. Yeah. That's such a precedent setter, yeah. and like I think you not you had talked about it before uh, with Ron and in, in our so- post Silverstone mm-hmm. one, like mm-hmm. like Ron didn't uh, Juan Sweeney uh, instructor here at the UFV didn't know that that was the one that's like that was like one of the few times that people got banned for life yeah. since like Mercedes's crash in like th- in six in like 1960 right BFL. right yeah and and like people like. 
try to come back. It, like, dude, it's so wacky. People try to like have fake names and come back in, and like, <laughs> yeah. and it, it's, dude, it's it's like a circus. Man. Yeah, Flavio like, <laughs> Briatori was the yeah. the key player in all yeah. of that. So yeah, Monza's boy. Yeah. Like, also, oh. of course, his name is Flavio. Like what? <laughs> you know? yeah, he's, he's a character, yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. It, was, was it PK? Who was the driver? PK Junior. Yeah, yeah. Nelson right. PK Junior. Yeah. That was the one where Nelson PK Senior came in and was like, "Someone made my boy crash." Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, that's what yeah. like led the investigation. Also, also, of course, it's a PK. Like, of course <laughs> it is. To, yeah. to you know, with Lewis Hamilton. Imagine this is a feud years in the making. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 and and. Um, like that still has repercussions now with oh, yeah. uh, Felipe Massa coming in. Sure, and, absolutely. Like, it added wonder, to the lore of F one. I wonder a way. if Drive to Survive would ever go back and do past seasons. Oh. I'd love to see a Drive to Survive on two thousand seven and two thousand eight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they yeah. could totally do that. They, right? They, well, they, they, they wouldn't could, be. Able, they that. wouldn't be able to control the narrative as much because <laughs> well, that's like, good. That, yeah. That's the problem. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Yeah. It would be really yeah. great, and I would right. love to have that. Even just like a documentary, like on, the Braun thing. Yeah. Have you watched the Braun yeah. thing? I haven't. I want to though. Amazing. Yeah, I need to watch it. That's the one that I've been like waiting. Amazing. To finish all my classes, I'd be like, now I can watch this. I kind of like to see them go back to like. um 96, 97, when Jacques Villeneuve mm. came in in 96. Yeah, he damn near won it. Yeah. He should have yeah. won, right. won it in 96, in Good my call. opinion. Yeah. yeah. Um, And then he, he eventually won the championship mm-hmm. in 97. Yeah. And then he just tailed off after 97. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Which, yeah. Which was kind of a shame because I, I thought he could have been a great he could have been a great driver in F1. Yeah, you're but, right. He should have had more of a legacy. I but, think you're right. But, you know, I, I, I don't know if it was, like, the car in 98 that was that was that that caused his bad season or if it was just the championship hangover. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But, you know, we haven't seen a, a Canadian, like, win the championship since Jacques. Right. Mm-hmm. He, he, he He's the last one to do it. Yeah. 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 And... I don't know if Lance can be that guy. Nope. No. no. Um, <laughs> well, it depends if he breaks there. all of his toes and hands. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like he um, has a spe- special cast for him to drive. Exactly. And, and, you know, there's not many Canadian drivers that go to Formula One now. This is true. Mm. Well, it's so hard because you have to go out. You have to go into Europe for it, really. And, mm-hmm. and like, and it's, it's so, there's so limited windows to be able to get the driver's seats. Mm-hmm. For me, Canadians are lacking. Canadians, as a general stereotype, uh, are lacking that certain something that it takes to be an F one champion. Yeah. yeah, I really yeah. feel that, and I think yeah. Jacques has it. Has yeah. it obviously, or had it? Yeah, had it. Day, had, there's a ruthlessness yeah. required. Get Kevin O'Leary that in I there. Think, you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> I mean Paul Tracy. Paul Tracy maybe has that ruthlessness. Yeah, yeah he um, definitely had it in cart. Greg Moore. Yeah, you know, was great. He, he passed away in what ninety nine. Yes, yep. he, terrible crash. I mean, I mean he was crash. a great driver, obviously from BC. Yeah, absolutely, Maple, Maple Ridge. absolutely. There's yeah. a great display on him in the BC Sports Hall of Fame in, in BC Place. I highly recommend it. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, um, it's a fun one to go watch. Like, I, 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 when I when I go to the Lions games, yep. I have to walk past that yep. little display, and it's, yep. it's so cool to see it. I feel there have been some great Canadian drivers. Yeah, uh, but you know, F one, and we see it time and time again. Mm. Uh, greatness in another series doesn't always translate to F1, yeah. but we see a lot of former F1 drivers achieving greatness in other series. I think yeah. that really yeah. speaks to how challenging F1 yeah. is. Yeah. yeah, right. You see people come in that have won all these titles and all these championships, yeah. and they just don't make it. And it's F1. like, yeah, and like yeah. you look at Marcus Erickson. Mm-hmm. It like, yeah. flamed out in F1 big time. Yep, it was mm-hmm. like a golden child. It was like it was like yeah, Sauber's gift. Yeah, and mm-hmm. then he's what. 
I don't think he's won the in, I don't think he's won the Indy 500 championship, but he's won a lot of races in Indy mm-hmm. 500. He, he yeah. came close, yeah. Yeah. but he's been yeah. like super close. And that was the famous tweet of like F1 and all this stuff. Look what happened, yeah. and then Rowan yeah. Grosjean, and then and then right. um, Denson Button. Like, yeah, how many races did you win? Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. Yeah. in F1 and. And, but, like, yeah, I think that talks. And that's why, like, you know, to kind of turn it back to uh, to Nick DeVries, that's why I'm excited to see what happens with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yeah. he, he's taken a lot of good steps in the other series. Now he goes into F1, has, didn't, doesn't have, like, didn't have a great experience. I think there's a lot of other reasons that would that would lead to that. Yeah. Um, I, I, like, I will die on the hill that if he was on any other team, he would have had, he would still be in F1 right now. Um, yeah. yeah, he would be. I mean, yeah, look, I, look on Sargent. Yeah, exactly. That's, a, that's yeah. a perfect example. But I think he would he would have enough points to be, like, yeah, he deserves to have mm. an, he deserves that seat. Mm. Um, at the same time, I'm really excited to see what he what he's learned from F1 and and being part of that Red Bull organization and what he takes to to, to Toyota. Yeah, it's like Toyota wins a championship and has a great driver lineup for the World Endurance Championship, and they put him in their number one car mm. that's going to go toe to toe against Ferrari. Yeah. yeah, and like that's a lot of trust to to put in that league. And Toyota is not, does not sit around when well, they want I guess my question would be, does Ferrari have the same uh, back office team for that series that they do in F1? Because if that's the case, right. not really a lot of trust to put somebody up against Ferrari, you know? And I think like, Ferrari's put a lot of money in. Oh, they're WEC. I think they're doing pretty well. Actually. I have yeah. two notes for Ferrari regarding Formula One in this past season. And the first one is, what the fuck? and the second one is yeah yeah. and the second one is will they ever address the true issues within the organization and i think that the answer is no i agree agree with you i agree i think they're too i think ferrari has too many things ferrari yeah like that 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 confuse them i think that the to to address the problems in and and the ferrari organization would be almost to go up against the family of Ferrari right. and it's like, like how that works. Do you, guys, do you guys watch, and I'm going to sound so stupid here, do you guys watch TikTok at all? You yeah. see those videos of like the, the farriers like cutting like the horse hooves, you know? Okay. Great and it's yes. like, I love And it. it's like, you know, they're trimming oh, the yeah. hooves and then they, yeah. they peel back a layer and it's yeah. like they get the rot or yeah, whatever yeah, in there and they yeah. got to clean it out. Yeah. That's like Ferrari, right. except they're just shaving off the first couple layers and being like, oh, it looks fine to us. Yeah. But yeah. even though there's a huge abscess right underneath, they're like, ah, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's just—it's not fine. Like, you can't do anything. We'll just know. wrap it up. Yeah. In- interesting take, but yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, I can see that. I think, yeah, Ferrari needs the clean house. They yeah. need to, and and you look when Ferrari was so strong. They had Jean Todd. Mm. Uh, they had Ross Braun. Yeah. They had Michael Schumacher. None of those people were born in Italy. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, they also had uh, Jean Todd was French. Ru- Ruben Barrichello. Yep. Yeah. Perfect number. The best number two driver, and oh, I think ever. Phenomenal. Yeah. yeah. Took all the penalties. Yeah. Just, it really. Uh, yeah. yeah. He. Yeah. I mean, he won races, but yeah. only yeah. when they let him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, essentially. Yeah. Um, yeah. Rubens Barrichello, I think, was key to that as well in that role. And it's, the Bottas archetype, you know, yeah. more or less. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 You know, it's being the Bottas archetype. Like, I, I do like Bottas, and like. Oh, so do I. I, I He's a great driver. Yeah, I. He he came so close in the in like 2011, 12, 13. He never came close. And fourteen. When he was with Williams, <laughs> to what? To to just being like a really good number one for for Williams. He that. he can yeah. be like, like he's a good number one for Alpha Romeo oh, for Sauber now. Yeah. Like right now, like he's he's a really good driver, really competent, really quality, an incredible one of the best floor racers. Australia twenty nineteen. Yeah. Uh, Bottas. Z's win in Australia 2019 is worth rewatching. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a, fun a one. yeah. That's a drive. Is that the yeah. one that was like to whom it concerns? Mm-hmm. F you. Uh, oh, is that the one? Yeah, I think that's Maybe. the one. I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah. But yeah, he won that race. Yeah. He just 
destroyed Hamilton. Yeah. Uh, it was a, a good a good one to watch. Yeah, yeah. but I, I think he's I think he's resigned to the fact that he's not gonna you know win a championship. He's had his time in the sun. He's he's really just enjoying life. It yeah. seems. Yeah. 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 A yeah. bit of a Kimmy esque yeah. approach, yeah, almost. very much, very <laughs> yeah. much. Yeah, yeah. Well, without the like laud, like lauded. You know what I mean? Like yeah. not not, as not much at that same level because no, he's never right. you know won the championship. But yeah. but you're right. That's a good comparison. Yeah. 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 Well, I, if I, if I could go back to Jacques Villeneuve for just a second, like yeah, he he won the 1995 Indy 500 and won the 1995 Indy Kart Series championship. And then he went to Formula One yep. the next season. Yep. And damn and near won it in '96. Should have yeah. won the championship yeah. in '96 and won it in '97. But the thing about the '97 championship, that was a close championship race between him and Shumi. Hmm. Shumi actually got disqualified in the season finale because he tried to take out mm-hmm. Jock. Yep. And the, the tire mark is still on that car. If you go to the Williams factory. They have Williams Heritage has a, just an amazing display of cars. I've not seen it in person. I definitely do where, want to go someday. Where is it? In, in their factory in um, wherever their factory is in the UK. Okay. Well, and th- that the, <laughs> yeah. the clash that that Cam. Oh yeah. Speaking of UK, that'll be perfect for you, right? Yeah. Uh, the clash that Cam is talking about. They kept that car with that tire scuff on it, so That's you can so still see sick. that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it's sick. it's nuts. Um, I did hear. Uh, I can't. I can't tell you how I know this yet. It's going to come up. It will come up in a in a off season yeah. uh, interview that I did. I can tell you that the 2022 Mercedes uh, F the, the W13 will never be on display. Hmm. Yeah. It's not supposed to yeah. be on display. It is hidden in the basement. Oh, yeah. wow. <laughs> it's yeah. still. It is Didn't still. They say they were going to like light it on fire. It or is something? still. Like, it is still technically in parts. Of course. Yeah. Um, yeah. They <laughs> haven't put, I mean, they haven't sure put it back together. For whatever together. reason, like they That's have the to. That's the 2022 but... car. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've been told that every year they always have the newest, the latest car out on display, yeah. and they purposely have kept the 2022 one in parts. You see, you know what's funny is because that is like hilarious, like objectively, it's just so funny. It's funny. It's funny. Yeah, it's great. But I think that that to me is like indicative of the re- of of the whole like their back like their their team their the the strategists the the pit crew and whatever like they need to work on that is it's like they have this glaring issue and it's like just put it in the basement and forget about it mm-hmm. you know but it's like you shouldn't do that like you should put it like shine a spotlight on it you know what i mean we sucked ass that mm-hmm. year but you know what we're gonna come back we're gonna be even better and you should be celebrating the fact that you were so bad because it should be like a really big moment as a team as a as an organization to mm-hmm. be like we are better than this and we're gonna commit to being better than this and to do that we're gonna show everybody how fucking bad we were and if you're not able to do that how do you ever expect to, to overcome those issues yeah you yeah. Know? yeah you're you're killing it today man that's three <laughs> thank you, thank you thank pretty you. awesome <laughs> takes the episode of reese no doubt exactly yeah. and but you know i'll say too it was a pretty good looking car i like the look yeah. of it I, and like so phenomenal. i would love to see it yeah. on display I, yeah i may i may be the only person ever to say this mm. i actually really like the silver arrows being silver yeah like mm-hmm. I like them silver. It stood out. That one was silver, or was it black? Twenty twenty two. Yeah, it was silver. It was silver. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Like this year was black. Yeah, it stood out. I I do love the black car. That was the like, zero side pod, though. Yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. It's a cool looking car. Yeah. yeah. I wish it was on display. Yeah. Could, and maybe someday it will. Could, yeah. could you imagine if Red Bull 
just pulls out a zero cyborg concept in 24 <laughs> and just, just annihilates everything and just like yeah we took your data and, and, ate, and gave it to Adrian oh, that he, would be this was his side project that would be his yeah. ultimate revenge yeah. Yeah. not even revenge he doesn't need revenge but that would be his ultimate achievement exactly yeah. yeah like like that I bet you he's done it. I bet you. Uh, he re- but he's done it as a yeah. as, as a as a study. Yeah, exactly. As just as an experiment. Yeah. For I bet you he has. For sure. Yeah. I, I bet, I bet you, you him has. and him 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 and Andrew uh, Chauvelin because like because like one of the other things I learned is like they all go for like this this I think adds to the whole Total Wolf and Susie Wolf point of uh, like that whole investigation thing mm. that failed and part of the argument was like. They all like go out for drinks and hang out with each other. All oh, the, sure. the the the, a, yeah. the the tech the engineers. Yeah, it's a pretty incestuous incestuous yeah. little league. Yeah, actually. exactly. Yeah, and it, like there's a lot of reasons for that. And so, how can you blame one but not, not all these other the, all sure. these other minor ways that this could happen, right? And I think like I yeah. So to like two point, I guarantee you that that like him and like Nui and Chauvelin, who that Chauvelin's the technical director now, are re-returning. Returning technical director for uh, Mercedes, guarantee you that they've talked about it. Oh, for sure. And like gone through the data and just for been like, sure. let's see if we can just do it for fun. Yeah. Like, you know. Well, yeah. that's one of the things that I read actually, and I, I might have brought it up on the podcast in a previous episode, but um, I read something over the season about like Red Bull's dominance and how they. Like, because your time in the wind tunnel is limited for certain things, right? For yeah. to, to work on certain, like, data. Um, but it's unlimited for other items, right? Like, I, I can't remember exactly what it is, but it's like the, you can test the front wing as much as you want, but mm. you can't test the floor as much as you want, right? Okay. And so one thing that um, I read Adrian Newey is so good at is extrapolating data from the front wing mm. on how the floor is affected. So because you have unlimited time in the wind tunnel for the front wing, he just runs mm. it on the front wing mm. and then watches the way that the data interacts it with that. it and can use that yeah. to affect the floor, right? It is also, also Which is pretty dis- incredible. Like, yeah. that's what you get for the quality. Like, like people, oh, how much does it really do? Like, a lot. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah. If yeah, you have somebody at the top of their game, yeah. I mean, to your point, Walter, it's a team of a thousand people, yep. you know? Like, and any one of them firing at that capacity yeah. is, is going to push you head and shoulders. And they the do best. have the best people. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And, and one of the things, another one that you had unlimited time of until this season was rear wing and rear diffuser. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Yeah, and yeah, that is now yeah. gone. Yeah. That is the first thing that came on the technical regulations, uh, the topic for when they released. Released the topic. They released the topics of what they want to talk about in 2024. Number one on the list was rear diffuser and rear wing mm-hmm. uh, DRS time in wind tunnels. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Either to let it so that every team has a specific window, or mm-hmm. that that data has to get shared. <laughs> um, Interesting. Mo- like more shared because part of the whole thing with 2022 specifically was that data was supposed is supposed to be getting shared, mm. but it's not clear on what needs to be shared and what forms of that data get shared hmm. and what areas of the car get shared. Mm-hmm. Um, so things like like tire like uh, tire covers and all that that all gets shared across. Okay. All those parts are universal. Only one team makes them. Um, just like the battery pack for yeah. uh, stuff. Yeah. McLaren makes the batteries, yeah. 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 right? Uh, McLaren and there and, and, and that and each, it's kind of hilarious how like like Alpine essentially gets to make a certain up until this year when they had thermal problems. Alpine and Renault made a lot of the thermodynamic hmm. um, things. And then in coolants, and that got changed up this year, and they that allowed it to be, uh, so in 2022 that got put into the engine, and like how that all works. So it's really and like it sounds like for the meetings and for the regulations, there's going to be a lot that's going to be really looked at, and I think that's one of the questions I was going to ask uh, that I uh, I want to ask all of you is what is something from this season that 
you're interested to see how it changes going forward. And what are, what did you really kind of get from this season that you're like, this kind of needs to change, or I think that this will be one how, how teams address this in a regulation format. Mm-hmm. And that was a big one. We're like, how will the technical regulations with floor height, with everything – wind tunnel timing how is that going to change this idea that these teams have to share a lot of data but it's not very clear on what forms of this data need to be shared mm-hmm. is a good mm-hmm. is an interesting one for me yeah i mean i think what what i am most interested in seeing uh, we we already touched on it at the beginning here is that's the the like consistency of the application of penalties rules mm-hmm. like how that's going to affect drives how that's going to affect races like if we start to see a return of things like drive through penalties or stop and goes which i mean personally i'm hoping for i think that it's just a really good you know middle ground for yeah. for people you know or for the races yeah. um that, that's what i'm most excited for i guess would be a word for it just because that's going to have a trickle down effect for every single race every single qualifying session every single sprint race everything yeah I, uh, for me i don't i don't really focus on that side of f of f1 maybe as much as uh, you youngsters mm-hmm. so <laughs> yeah. I, i'm not i'm not really too sure i guess i i'll maybe follow up a little bit on that in that same vein I'd like to see them put to bed the track limits issue. And I think it's so easy. This is F1 we're talking about, folks. It is yeah. the pinnacle of motorsport. It is the most technologically advanced vehicle in the world. Mm-hmm. Certainly, there has to be a technology solution to track limits. Yes. Yeah. Right? Yes. We have That's the Hawkeye, and I've talked about this before, but we have the Hawkeye system or whatever it's called in tennis now, yeah. where it can measure you know, within a millimeter where the ball lands. Yeah. And if that's good enough for professional tennis, can they not do something similar in F1 where there's a sensor that delineates the track from the non-track, and if you trip that sensor, that's it. Exactly. There should be no stewards reviewing it yeah. and spending time, you, you and could put, we'll you, look at it after the race. It yeah. should be open and shut, use a sensor system, boom. Dude, there's like, there's like sensor stuff in like road paint yeah. that like well, that's what trips of course. The, the automatic sensors yeah. for like right. your, our, our, our everyday cars. Just yes. throw a rumble strip on the side. You know? yeah. <laughs> so I, I like them to see just wrap that up in a neat bow so we don't have to hear about track limits. So we don't have to have the doubt about, oh, will he get a penalty? Won't get yeah. won't he get a penalty? What might it be? It'll be after the race. It'll be during the race. No, I like that. Just, I like that. One. Just yeah. fix it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I'm with you on As that. As Christian Horner would say, fix <laughs> yeah. your fucking track limits. <laughs> Checo said he got through the track limits. I haven't printed out. I have the I have the data. Your car shit. Your car shit too. I have the data. <laughs> yeah. And, and like, but uh, something you jumped, you you just jumped there. I I want to really address too is I want penalties to be served to be very clear of which ones are served after the race, mm-hmm. which ones are served during the race. But specifically, if they're going to be served after the race, or they get added on to the after the race, that driver, like if you're in P3 and you're going to have a penalty that takes you out of P3, you should not be part of the ceremonies. That like, mm. and they did not fix yeah. that. They did yeah. not fix that until the very end of the season. Oh yeah. really? I'm right. Agree. Like, yeah. and they did, and I that, agree. and that was I like a, a point of contention. Mm. Was like, oh, well, will they don't? When is it yeah. going to happen? How's, and I understand that, like, if you're five second and you're racing and like you get far enough ahead where you only where you you negate it. That's a bit different, but that those penalties need to be very clear which ones are which. Yeah. And like I think even George's five second, um, they forced an, I think what was it? It was for taking someone off the road or something, was it? I, I and, don't recall, but like I, I forget. I think that's like what it was. yeah, and and like they made someone serve that one one time, and they didn't make George right, serve right, it. And right, it's right, like right. well then like like it should be clear. Yep. 
And I think, and I person, and I'm of the stance where if it's a racing incident, like mm-hmm. on the race, it should be served in the, the race. race. Yeah. And if you don't yeah. serve it in the race, you get five more seconds added to it. Mm. And it doesn't matter if that's a five second to a 10 second or a 10 second to or a Or disqualification. Like, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, it sh- they should make rules that they're willing to follow in every single situation. Yeah. It's not like they can't review previous seasons or use their brains to figure out, like, what are some things that could happen in a race. Like, just make rules that will apply, like, blanket rules. Yeah. None of this, like, oh, well, for him we did five seconds because he was on the third apex. You know, like, it's like, okay, if this happens, this is the result. And it yeah. wasn't as dangerous. Yeah, it's not. It's not <laughs> like, like it shouldn't. It shouldn't be this complex. Like uh-huh. you know what I mean. Well, actually, Jer- Jupiter's in retrograde today, so like it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, you know what I mean. Uh, like you nice. pushed him off the road. You do a penalty. You, yep. you get a penalty. It yeah, should, it should be that simple. Yeah, yeah. I I completely agree. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Cam, sorry. What what, what was your uh, what was your point? Um, if you say more Canadian drivers, Cam, yeah. I'll just feel like, <laughs> I have no I, no, I have I, no I, disagreement. I, in that, I mean, uh, <laughs> you know, I I agree with both what you and Walter said, I mean, yeah, there should be like more consist- consistency with penalties, mm-hmm. especially with drivers like Max Verstappen. I think like he kind of gets favored a little too much Yeah, in ways. Yeah. The but, way that Lewis did while he was dominating. Yes. The way yes. that every yeah, champion yeah, yeah. The way Michael does. did when yeah. he was exactly. dominating. That's, that's, yeah. Yeah. that's part yeah. of the certain something. You need yeah. that yeah. something that, that people are going to let you do that. Yeah, you exactly. Need, uh, someone who's going to enable yeah. that. Yeah. 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 And even Sebastian Vettel. I'd, yeah. I'd yeah. even throw oh, in Vettel. You're right. 100%. You're 100% right. Good. Nice take. Yeah. Um, yeah. We're, we're, you know, we're firing all cylinders here, boys. I just miss Sebastian Vettel. Yeah. You know, as far as... I do want to go back to Logan Sargent for for a second. Okay. I think. Why? It's the first time. <laughs> the first time anyone's ever said that. <laughs> I, I think. I think Logan Sargent could be a better American driver than Scott Speed was when Scott Speed was in Formula One. <laughs> well, Ooh. I, with all due respect, that's not saying much. I don't think Scott Speed. <laughs> Man, it's in the name. Yeah. But, I mean, best name ever, of course. But yeah, yeah. He, he was, Scott Speed. He, he was had no speed. No, yeah, he, he was didn't. terrible. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he knows it, but he's also on the F1 Beyond the Grid. Oh. Uh, his interview is fascinating because yeah, yeah, yeah. he looks back on it. He's like, yeah, I was an asshole. I, yeah, it's, it's an interesting <laughs> – yeah. it's it's a very interesting interview. That's a and funny one. Back to camp. Yeah, and, you know, Scott Speed, like, I don't think – I don't even think he had any, like, he scored any points in Formula yeah, 1. I don't recall. Um, I mean, Logan Sargent almost didn't. So Yeah, <laughs> and, um, but, you know, I think Logan has the talent yeah. to become – Yeah, not, not a not the not a great driver, but a good driver. Mm-hmm. For the American side, I didn't really like what Danica Patrick no, said about. You don't have uh, to worry about anything Danica Patrick says. <laughs> well, yeah, you can just like, ignore. Her. Yeah, uh, Danica, she's a wacko. Danica, Danica Patrick and Willie T. Ribs. Like, I don't Whoa. hate Danica Patrick. Yeah. Willie T. Ribs. Like, his one line that got me was like, "I only want to talk to champions, baby." It's like you <laughs> didn't even win a fucking race. Yeah. <laughs> like, you didn't even make it into the fucking sport. You got you got kicked. You got kicked out during yeah. testing, man. Yeah, you got you were a simulation. Driver and you and you sucked. I, I would I, I I would put more yeah. credit on anything Willie says than than Danica. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, fair enough. Because he got in a car, but like like not for long. True, true. <laughs> like I don't want to listen to that guy talk. Yeah. Like more than I ever have to. And like and, yeah. you know when when like that infamous uh, Martin Brundle and uh, yeah uh, Christian Horner. Christian Horner. Yeah. <laughs> shame you were too old to drive. Yeah. On this track. Shame you were never fast enough. enough. 
enough yeah. to get into Formula One. Yeah. <laughs> 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 That's a but uh, you know, Scott Scott Speed. I mean, he probably could have been a good driver in Formula One if he put the work mm-hmm. ethic yeah. in. Yeah. But uh, and then he went to NASCAR and he was even worse than NASCAR. <laughs> <laughs> and that's and that's sad. Yeah. My my follow up for that then is like, do you think he could ever come like, I don't want to say come close to Andretti, but do you think that he could get to that Logan Sargent that is? Do you think that if he were to put the work in, if he has a good like season and like does a good development, he he's got uh, he's got a team to develop yep. well. Mm. Can he? Do you think that it's even possible for him to get to? Not a world championship like Andretti did, but yeah. to the caliber of of winning races. Are we talking or, about Michael Andretti or Marco or um, Mario Andretti? I don't care which one. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, because like, like it was it. It doesn't matter which yeah. one because yeah. the answer is no. Yeah, yeah. 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 exactly. <laughs> yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that the talent in the sport is so saturated now that, like, yeah. you know, you're surrounded by such talent that you'd, you'd never see a Scott Speed or anybody because mm-hmm. it's like if you're not winning points, you just get cut. Like, yeah. Freeze, yeah. You know? yeah. 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 Um, to answer your question, Taryn, um, I believe so with time. Hmm. I mean, he's still a rookie. Like, well, he, he's not a rookie yeah. anymore. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If, you, if you go NFL standards, he is on his rookie contract. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Good, um, good call. And he's what tw- twenty one, twenty two. Yeah, he's about that. Something um, like that. He's, he's young. You he's know, still he's super young. he's young. I I think he can take steps to becoming a a great driver. I don't know if he can win a championship in Formula One, but I think he could possibly win races somewhere down the road. Yeah, sadly, may, probably not in that car though, right? No, yeah. but I think he could yeah. probably even like maybe get podiums, mm. maybe top fives. Yeah, well, I hope you're right. Um, yeah. but. As long you know, as he doesn't beat Alvin for it. Yeah, I, I think <laughs> I I think the the answer remains to be seen. Like it's it's all on Logan Sargent at this point. If he if he wants to be a great American driver in Formula One, then he he has to continue to put the work in. Mm. Yeah, yeah. The team has proven they'll stand by him. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. Like I think Williams Hopefully. is a really solid organization. Yeah. Hopefully that buys him a little confidence yeah. or generates yeah. a little confidence. And, yeah. And I think that one thing that happened this season that I really loved and why I really miss Sebastian Vettel more is Sebastian Vettel's posts about where he started and and when he came in in twenty. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah. Him that just was cool. and his and his post just saying like. Yeah. Yeah, cool. This is me in P15. This yeah. is me yeah. in P16. This is me. Yeah. This is my first points. I'm. Yeah. It's halfway through the season. It is unrealistic mm-hmm. to expect Max Verstappen and Lewis Hamilton point finishes. Mm-hmm. Even Fernando Alonso, totally. when he came in as a rookie, blew a lot of people out of the water. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He did. Um, and and like so, you still have these three drivers, and even like you know, Rosberg had a had a good example where he's just like, you know, I raced with Lewis all my all my life, and mm-hmm. when I came into F1, I was not winning races yeah. the way yeah. Lewis was. No. It's yeah. like it's unfair to hold people to that standard. Yeah. Yeah, it's outrageous. Good. And and it's hard to really kind of starting to come into F1 now. Where where you, you see Max, Lewis, specifically Max, who, who started in 2016 and have this like newer standard of, of this and be like, well, every rookie should have this level. And even Oscar mm. Piastri. Yeah. Like you don't get mm. an Oscar like an Oscar Piastri and as no. a rookie. Max mm-hmm. was 17. Yeah. 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 He didn't even have that. a regular driver's <laughs> like, 17. Like, th- yeah. <laughs> when yeah. He I his just first can't race. even yeah. imagine On debut. That. Yeah. yeah. On debut. Yeah. yeah. His very first yeah. race for Red Bull. 17, 17 years old. 17 years old. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't even drink and he lived in Europe. You know what I mean? Like, it's insane. They literally changed the rule. Yeah. Yeah. To, for, like, because of that loophole. To get him in. 
Yeah. I mean, love him or hate him, you you can't deny the, the no, impact yeah. that and, he's had on the and sport. The, and the fact that since he, he, the only times he has not scored points is mm-hmm. if he's DNF'd. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Something that happened that was out of his control. Yeah. He has always finished in the top 10 in every race that he's finished. I wouldn't say out of his control. He's crashed out a few times in his, in his first... Uh, yeah, f- yeah, fair enough. Yeah, but yeah, like yeah, it, yeah. it takes... But, it, but I know what you're saying. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like yeah. if he finishes a race... He's getting points. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's Pretty incredible. Yeah, that's that's so unrealistic to put that pressure onto someone. Mm. Mm-hmm. At the same time, it's kind of like I mean, you look at the NBA, you look at uh, the, the NHL specifically. Mm-hmm. When Gretzky, Crosby comes in, and you have these crazy talents, mm-hmm. you're not asking the other players don't compete. You're asking them to step it up now. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that needs to happen. Mm-hmm. And and that's just the name of the of sports. Mm-hmm. It's the name of being mm-hmm. a professional. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At the same time, like be realistic of what's what's going to happen you're yeah. not you're not expecting everyone to come out every new rookie to come out and be Connor bedard but like, you don't you also don't want them to be nicholas latifi yeah, yeah. exactly yeah you know? exactly yeah, yeah. like there, there, there's there's there's, there's, there's two extremes <laughs> you know there, there's two extremes yeah. at the same time if we had if we had gotifi in here we would have some of the great well if we're talking about scott speed i had to bring Gotifi. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> like i i'll be honest with you i would love to have uh <laughs> Yeah, I would love to have, you know, we, we talked about the sprint races and I'm, I'm happy to say that sprint races are going to be like relooked at um, and like it sounds like they're doing my idea. So someone's out there listening. <laughs> someone's out there listening to this show because everything that we specifically, Walter, you and I have talked about what we, what we how we'd like to see a sprint race. Yeah. That's all up for question now with shootout on Friday, not dropping to practice cool. and putting it on the sprint race Saturday and then qualifying near the end of the day so yeah that, and and even changing park for a talk about the sprint races for jokes you know there's there's the uh mary Andres sprinklers mini coopers mini and coopers sprinklers. and sprinklers yeah. for for qualifying <laughs> yes. but i would almost love to have you know we always talk about having only the, the 10 reserve drivers yep. do it yeah i'm still on board i'm still on board with that too i would also love to have returning uh shitty drivers mm. to come in and just <laughs> be like Unleash. Yeah. Just do what you want to do yeah, with this. I like that. Yeah. I like the <laughs> Bachelor in Paradise. Yeah. You know I mean? <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Just, just like unleash. You've unleash. All it. Failed. So yeah. here's your second chance. Yeah. Here, give yeah. us some entertainment. Yeah. Like this thing doesn't matter. I mean, yeah. it does matter now, but like. Can yeah. I can I bring something up really quickly? Yeah, I just wrote this out. This is your episode. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, he prepared. I wrote, so. I wrote this out yeah. of my notes, and I want to get everybody's take on on because these are the driver changes leading mm-hmm. into this past season. Okay. So all of these with no changes moving forward. Like, how do we think each person is being? Um, we've got Fernando to Aston. Yep. We've got Pierre Gasly to Alpine. Mm. Nico Hulkenberg to Haas. Mm-hmm. Oscar to Oscar Piastri, of mm. course, to McLaren. Daniel to Red Bull as reserve driver. Mm. Um, Nick DeVries to Alpha Tauri and Logan Sargent to Williams. What would we rate all of those? Like, like what? Like in what? What do you mean by rate? Well, like, like win, how... fail, draw. Should that was it okay. a good move for the team? Was it a good move for the driver? Are we happy with their success? I mean, for Fernando to Aston Martin, obviously, is going to be the top of the top of the list. Yeah. There, yes, that's, that's a massive win. Yes. That was phenomenal for both of them. Quite literally saved their season. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'd say. I. I mean, for me personally, Oscar is going to be the next one up there. And uh, well, yeah. it, just before we move away from Alonzo, mm-hmm. it almost got him a date with Taylor Swift. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he just plays the wrong sport. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm honestly, I'm honestly like. Speaking of being a hater, I am so happy that was just a rumor. <laughs> I I would absolutely hate having to watch. Like oh, I man. I completely understand. I think it's a stupid argument, but I completely understand the the, the football fans being like, I don't want to watch 
like every after every play I, I zoom in on Taylor Swift yeah. and like that's the same thing for for celebrities like every now and then when they're like oh yeah this person's wife's in the crowd here here they are mm-hmm. fine but when it's it was really bad I've watched a couple KC home games in yeah. that and like it was really bad and I would not want to have that in it's F1, all about money baby but, yeah well you know Christian Horner's thoughts on Taylor Swift. Yeah, <laughs> if you just search the clip, he uh, he dissed her. He's like, did he really? Yeah, yeah. he's like talking Christian about Horner shit. talking <laughs> about. I think it was the Austin GP or just F one in America. Uh, and he's yeah. like, you know, back in the day when we started the Austin GP, F one had to get Taylor Swift to play a concert to bring fans in, and now I doubt she'd even be able to get a ticket. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Whoa, dude, do you know what you're saying? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> See. I Christian fucking Horner. love Christian Horner sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's such I, a dog. He is. He is. He is a dog. You got. You can't. You can't deny. Like he. He says what he needs to for clicks. I think. For yeah. coming back to your question, for me, I mean, then there's too much there for my hungover brain to remember. <laughs> despite two cans of Red Bull, which yeah. are helping. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah. Hey, no problem. Um, the stand. The one that stands out is is Gasly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, you know I. I I I wasn't a I didn't like Gasly, but then he wrote that letter about his friend's death. Yeah, and yeah. and then he I, I I my opinion of him did a 180 degree turn, mm-hmm. and so I was having uh, high expectations for him and for Alpine as a team this year. Yeah, but yeah. I think there was a lot of unfulfilled potential. It's my I, next. I think there were a lot of challenges there, and I think he. If you ask him, I, I would imagine he himself would not be happy with the season he had this year in comparison to what maybe he had expected. Mm-hmm. Day one of testing, Alpine said that they were wanting to challenge for P three in the championship right just yeah. for reference yeah because yeah. yeah. they had finished what p4 or something did or they p5? finish p4 i think they were p5 p6 who's that alpine um, yeah, yeah uh, in 2022 I, constructors no 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 no. like oh 2022 sorry yeah they finished, they, they finished 2022 yeah. they finished they p4 finished p4, p4. Yeah. 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 yeah so mercedes p3 with 515 points yeah and alpine p4 173 yeah. yeah yeah like what a what a, what a challenge that would have been yeah you know yeah. um but at the same time like uh you know walter what you just said there with their their challenges that's a team that i'm interested in in 24 mm-hmm. is they have a, one of the first times that, that renault has a very different change up to their organization mm-hmm. and also different um ownership that's expecting different things that's asking for different things i thought it's one of the first times that uh they have they're having um and actually, like, the head of motorsport actually has motorsport racing and technical experience mm-hmm. for, and I'm not saying it's the first time ever, but it's one of the first times in a number of years that that's happened. Gasly Alpine. Gasly finished P11 in the Drivers' Championship with 62 points. Behind who? Behind Lance Stroll, well, unfortunately. That's, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> but, that's but, my point. But, yeah. but, but ahead of Esteban Ocon, yeah. who has 58 and um, and I'm glad for that. Yeah, uh, yeah if, you're, if you're Alpine, who do you throw your weight behind? Because mm. I think both their contracts come up after next year. Yeah, I, like, I see. You, when we talk about killer instincts, it's Gasly. I mean, it's got to be. See, Gasly. I I prefer Gasly. I I would put my money behind Gasly. Not not even for killer, and that's what I'm saying. Yeah, you know? I, I wasn't. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think that if I'm looking for a dry, if you look at like just driver talent, like pure driver talent, and like. Literally a killer instinct to the point where he will screw his own team o- teammates over. <laughs> oh. I mean, Esteban Ocon yeah. has it. Yes, and like, that's that's a re- it's you know that we come we, co- we come back to this multiple times. Him, like how did Perez at uh, whatever they were called Twi- back yeah. then? Yeah. Um, yeah. Force uh, India, Force India, Force India, India and Racing Point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. like yeah. they, they what a yeah. rubbing yeah. is racing. They I were mean, rubbing it was crazy. Lot, it was crazy. Talk about 2017, 2018 seasons. I, you know? I think that I think that Esteban Ocon doesn't have the, the natural talent mm. to justify. Like he's got that one percent. 
but he doesn't have the like twenty percent. Yeah, yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? So yeah. like if he had that gap, if he could make up that gap in talent and skill, like mm. he has what would he would need to push him over the edge, but I don't think that he has that talent or skill. Agreed. Um love him as a person. SD Bestie was on the podium. We love to see that, but yeah. I think that if I am Alpine, I'm throwing my weight behind yeah, right. Pierre. And technically, Pierre Gasly has a race win. Yeah, he won in Alpha Dazzle, right? Yeah. <laughs> last year. With um was it last year? 2022, wasn't it? No, I think I think it was 2021, it was wasn't it? It was like it was crazy. After it was the Monza. Red Bull debacle. It was yeah. after all of that. He was back at Alpha Tauri and it was Monza. I think it was 21. Yeah, and I that was the wrong. crazy weird. Yeah. Um, I just remember him going like, "What did you do?" I just remember the the radio message is like, uh, "What did we do, Pierre? What did we do?" And he's like, "We won the fucking race." Mm-hmm. And, that, yeah. and, and I think maybe 20. Yeah. Maybe no, 2019. 2019. I'm going to guess right. 2019. I don't know. You might be right. 2022. Yeah, maybe. It was. Oh, it was in 22. Yeah, it must have been. It was a. It was a Gasly win with a Science P2, oh, and I think that that's the one where. Um, and as we all look it up, I'll just come to speaking of drivers working things out. And Esteban Ocon, there's a, a clip of him and Max Verstappen uh, being in a bit of a shoving match back in the day. Yeah. It, it was yeah. more Max Verstappen, yeah. I think, who was yeah. upset. But, uh, yeah. 2020, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Pierre Gasly, Gasly won in 2020. Yeah, 2020, uh, Monza, was, yeah. Italy. Yeah. Yeah. Carlos Sainz, P2, and Lance Another one Stroll. of my favorite tracks. Yeah. Italy. Good one. Yeah. Lance, I love that track. Lance Stroll, yeah. P3. Yeah. God damn yeah. it. There, there's, a, there's a lot of, like, <laughs> contract, That's point too, contract expiries for 2024 that I'm looking it's up be here wild. Okay. for like, uh, like for drivers got, or drivers. Yeah. yeah, um, we got Sergio Perez 2024. Yeah, he's that's, out. That's the first one. Lewis yeah. Hamilton 2025. George mm. Russell 2025. The okay. longest one is Max Verstappen mm. 2028. Mm. No, I think I think Charles Leclerc is now 2029. Isn't I don't it? think it's been confirmed yet. Hasn't Has been confirmed yet. Uh, oh Charles Leclerc is still 2024. Okay. Same yeah. with Carlos Sainz. Lance Stroll is unknown. Yeah, yeah, he's gonna play tennis. He's gonna, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, now. like it really depends because apparently, like I don't know That's what I, he said, didn't he? Like, yeah, well, and I don't, and I don't yeah. know what how much the rumors are true. The whole the whole rumors and in the news story headlines of uh, Lawrence Stroll being forced to to sell a lot, some of his stock. I don't what I don't know and hasn't and I haven't been able to find in my research is I know he sold some stock, but yes. I don't know if he sold his control of the stock you i know? don't think I, I he think, did no you're right I, yeah. I, I, yeah. yeah i think i think he was forced to sell it like he can't own it um and make that money i don't even know if he like, was forced to i think sell he just wanted it, to he just wanted in. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. That, that's what i'm wanting yeah. yeah change up his cash flow situation yeah. i mean yeah. there's a, the change up of the balance sheet. i heard he, he can... adopted liam lawson yeah. <laughs> 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 just so he can have his son drive for yeah, yeah exactly yeah <laughs> You're proud. I'm proud of you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh my god. Felipe, and then, we'll change up your last name. Don't you worry. You yeah. Know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Felipe, and how does Felipe stroll? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then there's also, uh, I think Gasly's 2026. Yeah. Okay. Wow. And then, oh, uh, is he? He's mm-hmm. that far? Yeah. And then, and then wow. uh, Lando's 2025. Mm. Lando's getting an extension. He's not going to leave. Mer- 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 yeah, As, unless people talk about Red Bull. But there's him, a ton of 2024 yeah. contracts that are coming yeah. up. Yeah. Is basically the whole point. I, yeah, I yeah. would. I would say I could see if like Oscar Piastri has 
sort of dominant, like, as in, like, not dominant as in, like, championship dominant, but dominant mm. as in McLaren dominant. Yeah. I could see Lando thrown, thrown into the bin and put onto the curb after 25. I agree, but I don't, mm. I don't I, think I don't, that, well, actually, I don't no, see I it don't because Zach, Br- it depends if Zach Brown is still there. Yeah, Zach Brown's going to be there. Lando's going to be there. Yeah. He's going to say McLaren. I could see him having, I could see him seriously thinking about going to Red Bull if Oscar Piastri wins a race between now and the end of his contract. Um, I think he I think he would do a Daniel Ricardo and be like, well, the team's going for Oscar, so I'm just going to go and I'm going to switch. But yeah, but I, I think c- Ricardo's going to Red Bull. Yes. Yeah, so, so unless unless is Ricardo really messes so. up, unless know, he really man. messes, I think up. he is. <laughs> I think I don't know, man. Something in my gut just tells me that Daniel Ricardo will yeah. not be at Red Bull. All right. Like I think that they are leaving that door open because sure. Christian Horner loves him like a son. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um and. Uh, he's like talented. He's good. I don't think that he's good enough. Like mm. if he was anybody else, they wouldn't even entertain the idea of him at Red Bull. But mm-hmm. he's a huge market, like a huge draw. Sure. You know, uh, Christian loves him. Yeah. Uh, you know, him and Max obviously get along. But if they had to choose between Daniel Ricardo and Lando Norris, they would throw their weight behind Lando a hundred percent of the time. Well, because Lando's younger. Than, Lando's than, younger. Than Lando Daniel and Max Carter. get along really well. Yeah. Lando's True. never fucked over Red Bull the way that Daniel Ricardo <laughs> did. Like, yeah. You think True. that Helmet Marco is just going to take that? lying down true, like true. No. there's no way dude like yeah, christian holds a lot of power he's got a lot of strength and weight yeah, and yeah. in he has a lot of influence but so does helmet yeah and i think oh, that course. he was really pissed yeah, when yeah. all that went down yeah, i think it, christian yeah. was too I, th- I think i think christian thought he had a championship in 2019 yeah, yeah. And they, um, they, they, they almost did have. they yeah. could have they yeah. almost did yeah. like uh, i mean i think that the damage that was done Actually. is going to have ripple effects mm-hmm. and i think that as much as we love daniel as much as they love daniel mm-hmm. Maybe they're just going to park him at racing bulls now. Like all <laughs> jokes aside, maybe I mean who knows? Yeah. You know, yeah. I think that it would be smarter of them to go after Lando. I just don't think that Lando would actually bite on that. Yeah, yeah. Reese, I have a question for you, and I've asked this question to Taryn, Walter, Gary, and Marianne. Yeah. What has been your highlight for the 2023 season? What's been your low light for 2023 season as well? Ah, that is a good question. That's a very good question. A highlight for me. You know what, actually? My highlight and my low light are going to be the exact same thing, and that is Red Bull. I think that okay. the, I think mm-hmm. that it's absolutely jaw droppingly incredible what Red Bull's achieved over yep. this past season. I think that again, I mean, I've we've we've all said it, however many times today, but it's an achievement not just of Max Verstappen mm-hmm. but of a thousand people, mm-hmm. and I think it's representative of the absolute pinnacle of the pinnacle of motorsport. Yeah. If yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. I also think it's a low light because I think that it 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 kind of covered or like um um. Ob- obfuscated is that mm-hmm. the right word um an other like an incredible like like teeth chattering season as well like i mean mm-hmm. like we said like you look right past the red bulls and it was it was like anybody's game like sure. i mean the podium was like on a on a turnstile like it was it was aston martin for a while then it was mercedes for a while then it's ferrari for a while alpine's up there you know yeah, like, like it was, got a podium yeah, yeah. like mm-hmm. it was it was it was really interesting beyond red bull so that's my least favorite part is that it kind of made it all seem like a boring whatever season. Yeah. But then also you just you can't help but you just be astounded by the achievement of them this yeah. past yeah. season. Yeah. Yeah. 
I there, there's a whole ep, there's a whole series of podcasts where I had to learn that lesson. Yeah, and I audibly <laughs> learned that lesson as the yeah. show as the series went on. Hundred percent. Yeah, <laughs> it, was, you know? it, was, it was a good season. Yeah. It was incredible. I, yeah, it really was. And, and I think yeah. that we had there's some. I think there's a lot of races that are, are in this season that were deemed boring because we didn't have such a massive changeover, or mm-hmm. or because Max finished a minute and a half ahead of everyone. Yeah, yeah. Um, and obviously, it was like thirty seconds, but still, that's pretty much two years and yeah. in, in F one. <laughs> yeah. But there was a lot of races where the tire strategy, how that car degrade, how the cars degrade tires and switching to hards and meeting off of mediums or hards and softs and, mm-hmm. and pit stops were, were really important this season yeah. that we didn't get in. We didn't get that much in 2022. Um, we did mm-hmm. not get that much in 2021. And we definitely did not get that in 2020 because yeah. Mercedes just had the greatest construction of a man ever mm-hmm. in 2020 mm-hmm. with the W11. It's been it's been a number of seasons since we we've had everything else in the race matter so much besides the one team. You know what I mean? Exactly. Right? And and I think that like like I loved Miami. Miami was I think one of the first races that was really technical that you really got to see the team aspect of the sport matter a lot to other mm-hmm. to the yeah. uh, to affect yeah. the race. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. That was the first one for for me. Max Verstappen legacy race Miami this yeah. year. I mean, he, he he didn't start from pole. He didn't still like, he had to fight his way through the through the upper midfield. Double like, overtake for sure. Beautiful double double like, overtake. Absolutely incredible. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it it was a lot of fun. Hats off. I think that uh, the last questions we we have we have time for round the table. And I just want to say before before I ask this, um, dare I say I actually really enjoyed the uh, U.S. Grand Prix. And I was the no no Austin Austin this year. Um, mm-hmm. Even with the, and I'm I'm almost happy Lewis got P two and got disqualified in P two there, <laughs> because I I will die on the hill that if it wasn't for backmarkers and I want this to be changed going forward is no DRS on backmarkers. Oh yeah, I've said yes. that and, and everything. Yes. If it Good wasn't point. for pitting Daniel Ricardo for soft tires and yep. giving Max Verstappen DRS. I think Lewis could have won that race. For sure. Yep. He had the car to win it. He yep. was almost in DRS. He was in DRS against against uh Verstappen and mm-hmm. then Matt, and then they pitted uh pitted Danny Rick. This is another example of of yep. the of the Red Bull Avatar thing. Pitted Danny Rick, gave Max DRS and Max was able to to launch off at DRS and mm-hmm. move the gap to 2 2 seconds. And that cost. Uh, but he, a, a that race. was the race that Hamilton was DQ'd. Right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, but that's, that's what I, that's what I, I wonder. Could you imagine if he had got if he had got the win and they and disqualified, disqualified him? <laughs> yeah. And and like and like yeah, I would have taken I would have taken that. There'd be blood in the streets of Silverstone, mate. Hundred percent, there would be. I would have flown over our head earlier and joined, and joined that revolution. But um, I would have been arrested. But it, like, I'll die on that hill. But I, I will say that uh, that was a fun race. That was a technical race. Had a lot of overtakes. Um, and I think it gets very much marred by the disqualifications, uh, mm-hmm. however fair and unfair they were. But my question for you guys is, despite Max Verstappen, because he's automatically going to win everything, mm-hmm. who is a driver that really impressed you this season or is uh, uh, like underratedly impressed you? Took took steps that you're like, I like the steps that were taken. Mm. Um, some... Uh, who, who uh, first? I can go first. It's up to you guys. Um, I w- I would say towards the later half of the season, Lando Norris. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hard to argue with that. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, he he turned it on and started getting podiums and having good runs because uh, you know they they struggled in the first half of the season. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, both both driver both drivers did. Um, you know, but I think I think Lando would have to be up there and. 
You know, I I would also have to consider um, Fernando Alonso and Lance Stroll. They started off strong, and then they they tailed off. One of them started off strong. Well, <laughs> Alonso. He started pretty good. He got his 50 points or 49, whatever he finished the season with. Most of that was at the start of the season. Yeah. 72. Yeah. 72. Um, yeah. You know, yeah. Um, but... You know, I think uh, I'm definitely going to go more Lando, uh, Aston Martin, because I think Lando had the better turnaround. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. For for me, it's Albon. Uh, and it's not just because of my love for Williams, although that's part of it. Uh, <laughs> I think he started to show, like, because, and I've said this before, but I need to say it again. Let's not forget, Alex Albon used to be at Red Bull. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. At Red Bull. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, there were people who believed in him and thought he was a good driver, and he obviously was, but he fell victim to the pressure and to the Red Bullness of Red Bull, mm-hmm. and then was out of F1, and then came back to F1, and came back with Williams. I forgot about that time that he mm-hmm. was out. Right. Yeah. And, and yeah. Williams Williams this year was the uh, team with the most improvement over last year. Mm-hmm. They went yes. up three places in yeah. the constructor standings Wild. from 10th to 7th. Mm-hmm. So, and that was, I think, due to a lot of things, teamwork. Yeah. You know, James yeah. Voles coming in and, and teamwork. But uh, at the end of the day, it's just like, you know, Mick Jagger's the lead singer for the Stones. He's the face of the Stones, et cetera, et cetera. Albon, uh, I think, was the face of Williams and, for me, deserves a lot of credit for dragging that car around, for leading the team, if you will, you know, for being positive Mm -hmm. and for getting the job done. So, for me, it's Albon. Before you go, Reese, I just wanted to say uh, we've also talked a lot about other shows and other channels and other things. And I want to give another shout out because it involves Alex Albon. I was sent this I was sent this interview by uh, a listener of the show, Malcolm. Shout out to you. Love you, man. Um, he sent a really good one uh, as an Alex Albin exclusive by the YouTube channel High Performance. Mm-hmm. Um, and it talks and he talks about the mental drain he had at Red Bull. Yeah, yeah, and and the, the relearning he had to do about being a race car driver and learning at Williams and taking the steps and what he wanted to do to achieve with Williams and what he wants to do for the next season and what he wants to do for his career. And it's a fantastic interview. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, I think it's, it's a very Pierre Gasly letter-esque interview. Cool. Um, I had a high respect for Alex Albon, and I have more for it. Um, he talks really well. He he's not really afraid to to go into depth, uh, both on himself and the way that the sport functions. Neat. I really recommend it. I'll send it to all of you. Totally um, appreciate that. Um, Cheers. It's a yeah. really really good episode. So um, yeah, you can follow if you follow the F F World Discord, the F World Podcast Discord. Uh, link in all of our instagram uh the world.pod instagram the uh, spotify all the links are there to follow it i'll set post the video in there as well and uh the link so go watch it it's a really good it's a really good youtube you want to look it up it is just titled alex alvin exclusive colon i'm ready to win championships uh on the high performance channel good one mm-hmm. very good very good um, yeah, I mean, I was gonna, I was, I was debating with myself whether it was Alex Albin or, or this choice. So I'm gonna go with with my choice here because okay. you 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 made my points for me for Alex. Um, Oscar Piastri, um, he, I mean, it seems like an obvious choice. Um, he just for similar reasons to Alex Albin, honestly, I think that they're kind of opposite sides of the same coin. Mm-hmm. In that Alex, this season really showcased his ability as like a leader and as a, as somebody to to inspire people to follow him and and the team learned a lot from him. I think that Oscar was the other side of that in that he was like the perfect rookie. You know, you got oh, a yeah. great team, you got a great leader in Lando Norris. You know, 
keep your head down, learn what you can as quick as you can. Let's maximize, you know, what we can achieve when we're in that position. And he did that. He was there when they had their meteoric rise in the second half of the season. He was there to get as many points as he can. Um, I think that from a lot of people that had really incredible seasons, like Alando, like an uh, Alonso, like, uh, you know, Max or whoever, it was kind of like they they should have had those seasons. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, they were amazing. And yeah, when their teams were up, they were up there with them. But um, it's kind of like that was their role to fill, right? And Oscar is somebody that coming into the sport for the first time with, with the tumultuous like all <laughs> yeah, last yeah. year that he had, you yeah. know, what it took for him to get to McLaren, just overcoming all of that kind of mental like noise outside, outside noise. Um, and just really just performing at a level that nobody could have asked him to really, you know, um, like everybody would want him to, but nobody could expect him to. Um, it was just incredible. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. And let's, let's not forget, let's give credit to his ability to make amazing memes. Yeah, and, and, and expressions. That, him or that, his mom? That, that woman, on, that woman <laughs> yeah. on Twitter uh, mixing him up with Oscar Pistorius, like just incredible stuff. Yeah, you know? like, yeah. What, what, the, what the fuck happened? What the, the fuck is that? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, just amazing, amazing and, stuff. And the, and the fact that he was able to ta- make a joke about it. Yeah, like you could, he could have taken that so many ways, yeah. and he, he he was able to make a uh, a bad joke about it. Just so. wild. wild. Yeah. No, that's my choice. What yeah. about you, Taryn? Um. You guys are going to roll your eyes at this one. It's You're going to say Lewis. Lewis. No, no, I'm kidding. No, <laughs> it's not. Um, it's not Lewis at all. Um, it is actually Carlos Sainz. Um, okay. I would um, agree with that. Yeah. I, I think Sainz's ability to get that win away from Red Bull. Yep. Um, and that's not just, and it's not, yeah, it's not just because he got the win. It's how he got that win, yeah. how he did that, that weekend. That radio call when Ferrari's telling him, oh, Lando is a uh, 0.75 with DRS. And he goes, I know it's on purpose. Like mm-hmm. yeah. that yeah. to me was like the highlight, yeah. oh, one of the highlights of the season. It was yeah. like, oh my God. You know? he, he showed, and I, that was the point I was going to make. And, yeah. and thank you so much for making it. Uh, Cause you said it better than I would have said it. Um, like <laughs> that's not a joke. I'm like legitimately giving you yeah, like you yeah, would have, yeah. you did um, how he did that. And just all season long, he knew when to push that car. And when that car was not going to go well, you know, we, we talk about his Ferrari going to Ferrari themselves and everything. He, Carlos Sainz has been able to maneuver through Ferrari being Ferrari mm-hmm. better than, than Leclerc has. Yeah. And let's not forget that the time that, Charles Leclerc had the best strategy was the time that Carlos Sainz was on the mic talking about the strategy with him yeah. through that race because yeah. Carlos couldn't start um, or, or, or That's and true. DNF'd, right? That's, I like, forgot about that. And and um, I think he's proven time and time again he he's deserving of uh, better treatment uh, to be a number one driver. But I think if you if you look at he he to me Carlos Sainz is like Fernando Alonso where he is either a floor raiser or he's a fl- or he's a ceiling raiser. Um, well, yeah, you, you know, like I, I think he has it in him to do both, but I think he's more okay. of a floor raiser okay. currently. Okay. I think he hasn't been given the shot to be a ceiling. Good point. Um, but I think that he's close to getting there. I think out of all the grid, he is again, still missing that. Like everyone else is, he's, they're missing that 1%, but I think yeah. he's close to earning that 1% in his I own think, way. Mm-hmm. Then this just came to me as if in a dream, like right now, um, I think that Carlos Sainz would be like the best head strategist in the entire sport. 
I think yeah, like I think, so I think that as a driver, he's a he's a floor raiser. But as a strategist mm. and like a, the cerebral aspect of Formula One, he would be like a f- like almost the best that we've ever yeah. seen. And and, yeah. and and as a driver trainer, like look yeah. at his he yeah. has some of the like that whole thing, like that piece that Mercedes is missing. I think mm. Carlos or well, somebody that fills his, that has his same skill set. Ferrari would, itself is missing that. Well, piece. yeah, <laughs> the, they're not the, listening to the, it. The, the, <laughs> they have. The Ferrari has it in him, but they're not willing to take to like use that. Right. Yeah. Whereas if he was to be, and I know that he loves driving and he should be a driver and yada 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 yada. But I just think that like when he's ready to get out of the seat. from a from a like a top down perspective, mm-hmm. he would be absolutely perfect at that role. Yeah, you know? and and I think he just. He finished the points with 200 points even um, in the Drivers' Championship. There's a lot of reasons why he didn't get more, and I just think that he he really impressed me with his um, strategy, like, like you said, everything you just said there, and his racecraft. He had, I think, one of my favorite moves in the entire season, which is in Australia, his his double juke on, on, on Pierre Gasly mm-hmm. and the, the dummy. Um, that's like to do that on a, on a high speed corner going into a high speed, so a high speed part to go into a, a very Sorry, Lance was a part of this. Was no, this was, um, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> call us science, uh, on, on Gasly. And he has some, he has some great overtakes. He, um, yeah, he just really impressed me as a, as, as a number one driver that was not given a number one driving spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I and, agree. That's and, a really yeah. good, good shout. I bet he could win from pole. Yeah, <laughs> he did. <laughs> yeah, just more than his teammate can say. Right? Yeah, uh, oh, I saw this meme Charles. that's like, "What's the most useless thing in sports?" And uh, one of them was like Charles, Charles Leclerc on pole. Like, yeah, the tragedy. Just Charles Leclerc, if you're listening, please come on the show. But also number, but also number two, more importantly, give me the full fucking album. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Let's, like, hear let's, let's hear it. I want it all. I want it all. You, Great piano playing. I think that's the the highlight of the season is Charles <laughs> Leclerc's piano. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyways, that is the wrap for this fun, wacky 2023 season. Thank you for for coming in and doing this roundtable with me. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having yeah. me. Yeah, glad to us. be part of it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, really. And for the other times I've been on the show, it's it's always a good time. Yeah. 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 Um. Obviously, my favorite part of the season has been doing the show with you guys and Marianne, wherever you are. Let's have a look. A quick ten sec. Not not quite like a quick <laughs> second of silence for Marianne. Wherever you are, Marianne, you're you're welcome. <laughs> and, and everything. Uh, feel better soon. Um, and yeah, just thank you for being a part of this with me. And I learned a lot about you know I've learned a lot about the sport. Obviously, I've watched a lot more. I this has given me a chance to really just dive into the sport that I love and get to share that with you on all you guys here yeah. and all you listeners and. Um, it's been a, just been a bit. It's been a fucking blast. Been I'm not gonna lie. Wild ride it has. Yeah, I, yeah. I've, I feel like since since I've been on the show a few times, like I've kind of like like learned more about F1, like getting back into yeah watching F1 because I used to watch like all all the time mm-hmm. back in the 90s and early 2000s. Yeah. And, yeah. and then I kind of stopped watching for a while, and now I'm kind of getting back into it slowly. And yeah. 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 It's, and it's just I mean, great. just from my own perspective, I mean, like, you, it's so easy to turn something on and not pay attention to it as much, right? But mm-hmm. to, to really have a reason to dial in and focus on it mm-hmm. and, and to have to articulate yourself later, I mean, it, it only helps. I mean, you know what they say if you can't learn, teach, right? So, yeah. yeah. I yeah. mean, having a reason to, I, I just, I, I really appreciated, you know, having this outlet and uh, um, as a way to, to kind of keep engaged with the sport and with everything. So, thank yeah. you. Appreciate and, that. And Walter, thank you. 
for being the F1 guru of the, of the Fraser Valley. Yeah. And that, and that also first... for that wearing that cable knit sweater today, Walt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. It's a season. You're gonna, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're going to have to give me the receipt, bro. I want to know where you got <laughs> and, and just that, that oh, first. It's, it's been fun. I, l- I look forward to uh, next season. Hopefully, we'll be able to continue this. Oh, uh, yeah. Bahrain, uh, February 29th. Yeah. Yes, and, and i got to wait one extra day because it's a leap year. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 My and, birthday. Uh, yeah, there we go. Really? 29th. Oh, really? yes. 29th. Yes. Oh, cool. yeah. 29th. Is will... that your, what, fourth birthday? It'll be my my ninth birthday. Yeah, and of course, I will make sure that I stay up until 5 in the mornings to do the to do it live with you guys uh, <laughs> and everything, uh, while I'm out there. Um, but yeah, Walter, it was like, you know, that email, like almost, like a, almost yeah. a year ago yep. now that uh, set this all into motion. And uh, I really thank you for giving me the chances to, to do that. And just, yeah, fun, fun, pot, fun, fun year of, yeah, of covering absolutely. motorsport, guys. Exciting year. And yeah, yeah. got a good one. Uh, stuff. So anyways, that is for us here today on the F World. You can follow us always on the social medias, the fworld.pod on Instagram. That's also the same handle as the Gmail. So please email out. Tell us what you wanted to hear from the show. Tell us how to interact more and and everything like that. Uh, you can find the link to the Discord for more chats and memes. There's some great memers in, in the community right now. Talk to me. Talk to Marianne, Walter, Gary's even in there now. Hopefully, you will be in there soon too, Reese. Yes, um, and while I do the show abroad, Discord is going to be my main primary thing because Meta decided to uh, potentially freeze my account in December. So, fuck you, Meta. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, uh, but um, yeah, that's 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 the the problem of bill c18 but i stand strong on that um <laughs> and uh yeah so feel free uh, feel free to join stay tuned for more and of course to to the to the real og the mm. homie in belgium nice wherever you yes. are man thank you for always being a listener and downloading absolutely uh, this show is for you we're yours in racing